Sit back and relax while you listen to Train Kickers Podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we get into what should hopefully be the final two weeks of going through the Legions for Horus Heresy. In particular, tonight we're going through the 17th Legion, the Word Bearers. Just as we've done before, we're going to discuss everything about them, although the Rights of War will be a separate video. At the time of this recording you hear out, we haven't actually recorded it. We're saving it for the next time because it just ran a little bit long. This one was one of our longer ones to record. Um, and Primark, we're going to do once this is all done. Like I said, we have about the rest of this week and the rest of the next week. So after that, we'll see what we do. But um, until then, on with the show. All right, and we are back on it tonight, going through the legions for the horse heresy. We have four total legions left. We have hopefully done in two weeks on this this long project we've on. So we are now onto the seventeenth legion. We're on to the word bearers. Um, just as we've done before, we're going to go through everything about them. We are going to have a separate video for the rights of war. It should come out about a day or so after this one is usually my intention, and then we're going to be doing primarchs later. Um, although, depending on how you look at Lorgar, he is in many ways sort of the weakest, but that's because he's not designed like the other boys. But we are going to start he with Fluff, left. and Dan is going to be starting with that. Yeah, I got this one. So, Word Bearers, ironically, I love, even though they, so these guys are legitimately the bad boys of the heresy. Like, I, these are the traitors. I don't think there is a loyalist Word Bearer, to be quite honest. There probably is. Um, and even though... They love the Empress so much. No, they wrote a book about it. The the poster boys. The word bearers are the ones manipulated in the background. So for the the fluff, if you don't know, um, before Horus fell to chaos, it was kind of the word bearers, specifically Erebus, who kind of led not kind uh, of Horus hair. Kind of yeah. No, no, it absolutely was one hundred percent that. <laughs> um, which is why all the memes come out of uh, you know I hate Erebus. They're also the ones who raised um, the Ultramar sector almost to the damn ground. Um, they laid waste to Kelf. They held up the Ultramarines. These guys are also known for just screwing with the Immaterium. These are the 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 summoners of the of the demons of the Ruin Storm, which are the um, progenitor demons. So, okay, slight side note. I mean, uh, demons of the Ruin Storm are not technically the demons of 40k because there's no. There is Korn, Slanesh, Zinch, and Nurgle, but they don't know that yet. Like, the humans don't know that, so they just call them, like, Crimson Fury or Creeping Scourge. Like, they, they call them by what they do. So anyway, these guys summon them. And whereas you might think, oh, but the Thousand Sons are... No, no, these guys legit screw around with demons. Um, th these are quite literally the Whispers and Horse Ears. These are the Architects of Damnation. These are, like, when you think evil... This is evil. Now, slight side note, I know Steve mentioned the Emperor. These, the reason I like these guys is, ironically, um, their home planet was absolutely raised to the ground by the Emperor himself. Now, you might be saying, oh, this was during the heresy. Nope, nope, this was before the heresy. Because the Emperor did not want to be worshipped as a god. Yes, the nine-foot-tall, golden-radiating, knew-everything, <laughs> did not want to be worshipped as a god. Um, the word bearers kind of still worship them as a god, and they kind of made their home planet Monarchia this 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 kind of big religious worshiping emperor planet, and he absolutely raised it to the ground, um, like as punishment. He he made them watch too. I should point out, um, and a lot. This is kind of what a lot of people think is the catalyst, because once they lost their kind of who do we worship now, they kind of found obviously the demons of the warp to worship. 
Um, but yeah, no. And the the ironic part is that these guys also made something known as Le, Levitico Divinity. Oh my God, Jesus Christ, Le, Le, <laughs> Leviticus Divinity. No, Levitico Divinity. Jesus Christ, Divinicus. Which is essentially for those who play 40k, this is the holy book of the emperor that talks about how the god emperor is a god. So literally the same exact book that the ecclesiarchy worships and uses to kind of have the idea of the god emperor is the same exact book that the emperor tried to burn on Monarchia because he wanted them not to uh, worship him. Which is just that if that's not like this, I don't know why I like them. I think that's literally it. Just pure irony in its purest form. I love it. Love it. <laughs> but that's their fluff. Wait. Is Monarchia their homeworld? Because that's not what I'm seeing. It's the capital city. Oh, capital okay. City. Capital city on the There yep. we go. Sorry, they raised the capital. And it spawned quite the bit of hatred between... Uh, yes. Lor One directional hatred, might I add, between Lorgar and Gulliman. Yes. Gulliman's like, hey, bro, I'm sorry. Lorgar's like, you suck. I'm burning 500 of your worlds. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually a little side note, and this I was going to say spoiler, but Jesus Christ, this book is so old. This is actually one of the coolest scenes in the book, too, because um, Logar walks up to um, Malkador, the Sigilite, which is a human being, one of the most powerful human beings in psychic history, but a human being, and Logar legit slaps Malkador, a human. Now, mind you, a Primarch slapping a like 200-year-old human should have splatted him across the floor. But Makador just like literally takes the slap and then makes Logar bow to him or kneel to him. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Just really, th this was really cool. And I, as much as they're traitorous and like evil, they were actually a super cool legion, in my opinion. This is like one of the cooler legions. Anyway. No, they're, they're definitely <laughs> super evil. I'll give them that. You yeah, know, they're super evil. Yeah. All right. So um, I think that's enough for our... our brief foray into their lore let's go on to their legion trait and steve said he wanted that one yep so the word bears are the true believers um from the um so essentially you know they have belief backing their actions and they can't do things wrong so their leadership is a little bit better than normal um while this rule may never have its leadership characters lead Leadership characteristic modified below a value of six. Furthermore, if one more Mosman's rule combat that results in a draw instead of drawing, you win. Unless both uh, sides have this rule, then it's back to being a draw. Um, so yeah, basically, um, they're, they're a close combat legion. They have a little bit of an edge there. It's not a huge edge, but it's something. And they have fake stubborn, which is yeah, kind of cool. And what, six out of 12? To get a six out of 12, that's what? That's wait. That's about forty-five-ish percent. Yeah, forty-five percent chance. Twelve to get a six out of what are you talking about? No, like to get leadership, leadership six. Two D six, getting a six or uh six or lower. Got it. Okay. Could be yeah. It would be in the about 40s. like forty-six-ish percent, I think. Because so like the seventh, the big band. Exactly. So yeah, that's not. It's a, almost a fifty percent shot to never like run away. Oh, forty-two. It's forty-two percent. Forty-two. Okay, that's still that's still not bad. Like that's that's hey, I lost by twelve. Doesn't matter. I'm leadership six now. That's pretty neat. I I, I <laughs> could care less about their trait. I'm not a big fan. 
I, I, I agree with that. Okay, yeah. If you're, if you're getting beat you really bad You say that combat, now, but when you lose a combat by one, but you have a Vexilla, so you draw it, but then you're a word bearer, so you win it, and you sweep the enemy, you'd be so, real glad well, you're a word so bearer. So that part it's I like. Such a, the, it's such a specific case. Yes. You're, you're, well, you're, that, that I find useful. Your leadership never dropping below a six, I don't find quite as useful. I mean, don't get, there's cases where it happens, but I'm more excited it, by what other legions traits have done for them. It depends on the meta, honestly, because um, if you end up running up against a lot of pinning weapons or um, shell shock, shock we yeah. shell shock, especially yeah. like or if your sergeant gets taken out by like a nemesis bolter, right? Oh, now your squad leadership went from being an eight to being a seven. And then, oh, look at that. They have fear over here. So now it's a six. Oh, that weapon is shell shock. Now it's a four. Oh, wait, nope. Still a six. It's not like a wow. This is such a cool, fun rule, but it it I, it makes what? sense for what they do, and it is useful. Yeah. Okay. Here's a weird question. Okay. I wonder how this interacts with the psychic power. I think it's the, what the tele. It's not the telepathic one. Is it the telekinetic one? Not the one telepathy. where you take a pin telepathy. check on um. It's it's telepathy. Yep. Um, oh, it is telepathy. Oh, okay. Your your leadership can't be modified below a six. Yeah. So that's that helps a little yeah. bit. I, it I'm helps not, a lot of bit. Yes, I, I'm not <laughs> saying it's not helpful, but I think, like you say, one, it is very meta dependent. If you're in a spot where that's not such a big thing, I just think it's one of the least flashy ones. It might be overall yeah. one of the ones that gets used nicely because you never have to necessarily think about what it's doing. It's just occurring. But I just I'm like not a big basic fan. Fluff. Yeah, ba not basic. Fluff. It's more like basic buff. If that makes any sense, it's yeah, very most in of the them background. Are, a lot of yeah. them are basic buffs. I think the other ones are more exciting buffs, though. Because they do what you may want in the game. This one just helps prevent bad things occurring to you. You don't necessarily get to yeah. do anything with it. But you're not going to be hurt because of it. It's just not It's not as entertaining to me. Uh, let's talk about this advanced reaction. Okay. You were coming yeah. in real low right there. Oh, really? Yep. Oh. You got to keep your, your, your same sort of distance. I'm literally in... I'm still there. Yeah, I'm, All I'm right. frog. That's you're weird. you're better now. All right, oh. advanced reaction. Um, as all the other ones, you have to be word bearers. You have to be that particular legion, only one use. Um, so there's a lot of wording to this. We'll talk through the wording, then we'll talk about the very short of what it actually means. Um, can only be once per battle courses during the opponent, sorry, the opponent's player shooting phase. When they declare a shooting attack on a friendly unit under the reactive player's control, that is a word bearer's unit. So it's when they target you, which now, because of the FAQ that they've done for shooting rea uh, shooting phase reactions, the base ones, they are all decided at the same time. Because it used to be a little bit weird, now it's all at the same time. Um, once the reaction has been declared, a single model in the reacting unit that has the word bearer special rule is selected by you, by the reacting unit's controlling player. That model is removed as a casualty immediately without rolling to hit or rolling to wound. You get no saves, no damage mitigation. You were just removed as a casualty. Um, that ends the shooting attack. And no further tests or rolls are made. So if the weapon would cause you to do anything else, it has deflagrate, because they even specifically pull that out, or blind or concussive or anything like that, nothing happens with those. The one spot where this doesn't work is that the weapon is ordnance or destroyer, or has the blaster template special rules. So if it's more of a special type of weapon, 
then can't you ignore the effects of the reaction. So essentially you can't use the reaction on those sorts of weapons. Um, this to me, I, 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 it makes up for their trait, although, cause I think it's very cool. Although I will say when I've seen some people play this, it's, this is one of the ones because you have to declare when you're targeted, it could do great for you or it could do absolutely nothing. When I watched a game of this the other day, just, and it, it was just ends up being the list, but the, the player who was playing word bearers, every time he got shot, he looked at it and he said, well, I'm not going to use my advanced reaction because I'm probably getting maybe one guy is going to eat it from this. Maybe, maybe two. I'll try to save it for when it matters more. But it turns out it was never mattering. Now, if someone has, say, like a last cannon squad, sure. Because they're firing, you know, let's say 10 last cannons or tons of plasma guns at you. I'm just going to stop. I'm not going to worry about any of that. But if they're throwing some smaller units, you might be trying to save it for that big hit, and that big hit may not come. So I do think it's really good. It is very, very strong, assuming your opponent has a nice, big, strong unit, or if you really need to make sure that some unit is going to live no matter what. Um, so, thoughts? if I may, yes, I was going to say, so, so I there were no word bearers at the recent event that Steve ran. Yeah. But there were three very, very specific occasions in which this advanced reaction, I feel, would have been super powerful. So, like, one of them, Thousand Sun Rotor Guns, because they do a shell shock, but you can also stick a dude in there that adds an additional minus one. Mm-hmm. So, you know they're going to pull, sure, one or two or three dudes, maybe at most, right? And that's pushing it because they're rotor guns. Who gives a shit? But now, you just remove one dude and you say, nah, screw it, don't even roll. Um, if you're playing against Mechanicum, and someone has Myrmidons or even Thalax, screw Myrmidon Plasma, they'll kill themselves. Photon, if you have like a Photon Thruster Destructor Squad or Thalax, nah, I don't want any of those rending shots. You can take this mook. Um, there was one more I saw at the event, though, that threw me for a loop. What? It was like a... It was like a Phos... Not a Phosphex squad. It was... Ah, um, oh, nuts. I can't remember what it was. Well, I think but that's okay. I, I think the yeah. big thing is we can we can sit all day and play the game yeah. of when is this good? It's good in tons and tons and tons of cases. You absolutely should get use out of this. There are some times, though, when you're going to feel it's lackluster because if your opponent's just bringing... You know, doesn't have that big, heavy-hitting oh. shooting squad then you're not necessarily going to feel the time you want this. But then it's maybe you feel boulders. it when you have a few guys left to make sure someone lives. That's actually really nice, though. Imagine there'll be, like, two guys in an objective, and he's about to light you up with, like, bolters to try to stop I'm sorry, stop you from, like, progressively scoring. And you just kill one and be like, no, he's safe now. Yeah. I, no, I, th- I think <laughs> there's pretty- tons of uses. It is absolutely yeah. useful. But I think this is another one, since you have to declare before you know how it's going to go, this is another one where you might him and haul and kind of miss the good chance because you might be like, I got to save it for when he, you know, fires that squad with the missile launchers at my my over here, you know, because I know he's going to crack missile something like that or, or last game, whatever it is. But then he fires at you with his bolter squad and he kills like five or six guys because you just roll poorly. Like you're going to you're going to use it well. And there's going to be times when whatever you picked, it was 100 percent the wrong decision. It was the right choice, but the wrong decision. Here's an wait. Hold on. Hmm. What does it say? Infantry? No. It's a single model. So does this work? Okay. Does this work with predator tank squads? That's such a weird question. But 
Because I know talons separate during the game, right? You purchase them as yes, a single unit and then they separate. Predator tank squads do not separate. So can you get shot with like 10 missiles and just pull a Predator and be like, okay, I'm good now? Well, so I, I haven't... Um, I don't so have any armor. squads like that. How does the damage go between members in a squad to just go straight it, down it, the it line bleeds. when someone's dead, go to the next yeah, one? It, it, yeah, it literally bleeds through the line. Okay. Um... But if, like, one blows up, what you do is you roll for penetrate, see if they blow up. If it blows up, then it goes to the next one, so on and so forth like that. You you handle it that way, but... So, so the reason I would huh. say no, for the moment, yeah, and they could this was, um, because it it mentions the types that you don't get saves and stuff like that, and, and a, a, a vehicle would get no saves. Although I could make, you could make the argument for that. I'm not sh- I'm curious. Uh, to me, super weird, right? Am I crazy? Well, no, well th- this th- bothers th- me now. Yeah. So, 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 <laughs> Dan, here's the thing: it's difference between rule and intention. I don't yeah, think exactly. the intention I, I is that think... you're martyring a tank. No. Off of wording, could you technically do it? Yeah, but I think you could technically do several things in this game that I don't think are the intention. But I don't. I don't think there's a definitive no, but that doesn't mean that you should. Or that yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense if it says armor save and damage mitigation. Yeah, to me, but I'm just looking at this the like, wording kind of pulls me away. From exactly. I'm just imagining someone with a, <laughs> with a Kratos squadron. Do they? They don't act independently, do they? They they act. If they're a squadron, together. they wouldn't. Oh yeah, so the Kratos squadron. <laughs> you say, like he gets. You have one on one wound, one on full wounds. It gets shot with ten last. Well, not, not even, like, remember, they're not on wounds. They're on whole points. Or, um, they don't even. It's points, not even a yeah. wound thing. Yeah, so weird. So, so I, I would say I, no because I, this thing talks about wounds. It talks about saves, all that. Exactly. I'm going to say no as well. Still hilarious, though, that I was bringing – I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is crazy. I mean, that's just that's just looking for, for holes to, to – No, it's not even that. It was like – because I'm thinking to myself like – because it, what it said was Legion of Stardust Word Bearer, and now I know that freaking vehicles have that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yes. wait, does this – work for vehicles too like yeah, i don't know the, the, I all their stuff doesn't help vehicles in any way it doesn't look like it no it doesn't but i was just laughing at that and just like imagine a predator squad going <laughs> freedom he's charged in front of all the last cannons to protect the rest of them yeah i mean now um <laughs> if anyone who plays word bears wants to tell us otherwise that's fine but i no i just i would say no i'm gonna say no i, I would love it to game. be definitive though i would love them to do an faq yes. that says that just to cover bases. still basis. hilarious. And by the way, if the FAQ says they can do it, I'm going to die of laughter when that one print, like it, one whole point last cannon. <laughs> I would, don't worry. Don't don't worry about things that just aren't going to happen. Yeah, don't we know the way GW is... writes rules. That they look at it from an, an intention <laughs> aspect. Nothing in here feels the intention of that. Yeah. All right. All right. Any other <laughs> thoughts on their reaction? It really sucks when you're fighting them and you got a really, really nice unit lined up to shoot. And you're like, okay, cool. One Bolton Marine died. True. That, I, that's my, my side closing thoughts on that one. Yeah. As the opponent... Because uh, I fought this. Yeah. As the opponent, you have to know that they can do this and you really have to... You have to either... You probably have to be willing to lose a, a, a unit of shooting, no matter what they that big unit is. Or find targets they don't care about or like i said happens at one time next time you're okay but yeah they're gonna do this to you um at least it's only doing a shooting phase 
All right, so we are on to warlord traits. Um, Steve tends to like to be a trader, so yeah. Oh, by so many options with the word bears. Yeah, sure. The, well, well the only, only one, one of their warlord traits is listed as trader only, which is very interesting. Wh which is dead wrong, but okay. Huh? <laughs> All right. So enslaved by darkness. This is the trader only warlord trait. The warlord may only be selected by model of the trader legions and the corrupted subtype. So we're going to have to see a little bit more about that later. A warlord with this trait modifies his strength and toughness by a value determined by the current game turn. Plus one on turns one, two, and three. No modifier in turns four and five. And minus one on tur game turns six and higher. When targeted by any weapon or special rule that targets the demon unit type, the warlord is counted as though it had that unit type. In addition, you get an extra reaction in the opposing movement phase as long as he is still alive. Well, he becomes a demon. That's pretty much, yeah. That's that's, yeah, that's straight up the demonic role. Is it called demonic? Well, now i got to look at it. Is it demon Might or be. demonic? I call corrupted. Mm, of course, now I can't find the stupid role. Jesus Christ. So, so to briefly go over what corrupted is while you look for that. So what corrupted does, oh, God, you have yeah. this. Um, you gain fear one. Any hits inflicted on a model with the corrupted unit subtype by a weapon that has the force or psychic focus gains instant death, instant death special rule. Any units that are entirely made up of corrupted unit subtype models, it's immune to the effects of fear, automatically passes its regroups, cannot fail morale check due to our weapons are useless. Um, a unit composed entirely of models with the corrupted unit failed, uh, sorry, subtype, Fails a morale check. It does not fall back as per the standard rule. Instead, it suffers D3 automatic hits with no saves or damage mitigation of any time allowed. And lastly, no model that does not have the corrupted unit subtype or demon may include models that have that rule. Oh. So, so it's, it's a little bit of demon type rules. It's a little Actually, bit of old school fearless because you take wounds if you fail your morale instead and you can't mix squads. Actually, if you really want to be specific, Dave, this is exactly Demon sans okay. the strength and toughness bonus. So literally what you read is everything Demons have. Got it. Except Demons also have the modifier to strength and toughness. So essentially this makes him a Demon. For all intents and purposes, he's yep. fully a Demon then at that all point. For all intents and purposes, he's a Demon except not a Demon. Yeah. Okay. Although, no, he makes him a demon because now he's targeted by his things with the demon unit type. He's counted as though he has the... Yeah, so this basically makes him a demon. <laughs> That's literally what it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, because if you read Corrupted, cool. I was following along. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. check, check, check. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I had that open. Thing. I didn't have the demon page open. No, no, I had it yet because I had that. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. No, same. Interesting. Don't call it. I like it. <laughs> it's cool. Toughness 5... On turns one, two, and three is very nice. If you get the turn six and he's minus one toughness, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Just be happy he's still alive at turn six. Yeah, exactly. Like toughness, strength, uh, toughness, and strength five. Because the power fist is, I think, what times two strength. Times two, yes. So now your power fist becomes strength ten. Yeah, no, this is great. Can't be instant death by other power fists for three turns. This is wonderful. That was cool. I like this one. All right. Straight up evil. <laughs> do you care which one of the other two you do, Dan? I'll take I'll take unswer uh, un uh, oh my god unswerving, unswerving devotion. devotion. 
I kept wanting to say unanswering devotion, and I know there's no A there. I was driving away with the wall. Unswerving devotion. Any unit that includes at least one model with the Legion of Stardust Word Bearer Special Rule and have at least one model within six inches of the Warlord with this trait, including the Warlord himself and any unit he joined, automatically pass the first failed morale check or opinion test they are called upon to make each turn. Oh, that's neat. In addition, any army whose Warlord has this trait may make an additional reaction during the shooting phase. Mm. This one is quite Damn, good. I, I saw know. it used. Yeah, I know. I don't know which one I like more. Crap. <laughs> this one. These are both solid. This one's the, overall to me. The first one is the fun, fluffy choice, especially if you're like, if you were a 40k player and you're dabbling in 30k, and you have a guy who's kind of demoned up, you can absolutely use him with the first one. It fits perfectly. Look great. Uh, yeah. Unswerving devotion feels hands down the better one. If if you're gonna crowd up your stuff, of course. But if you're gonna do that, it feels it so much better. Yeah, honestly, it's not even the failed morale check that got me. It's the pinning test. Because I've been on failed pinning tests before with my Myrmidons, and it's just so bad. It hurts so much. Both parts Especially when And I haven't even faced snipers yet. I haven't even faced, like, snipers. Yeah. I haven't faced rotor cannons. So, like, oh, God. Yeah, no. I, 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 would, um... I watched it the other day where, you know, it was, okay, here's this combat. You have, an, you have your attack type, your attack squad or, or, or attack equivalent style squad. And here's their blender unit, but they don't kill you all because they're just there's too many models you have. And normally you would be run down and they go on to the next thing. Like, no, I automatically pass this morale check. I'm staying. I don't have to worry about it. It's auto passed. And then you're stuck in. So now I can bring my forces closer or what I need. I like it. any thoughts, Steve. I want to make sure you get a, a chance to speak in um, there. I mean, I think mine's cooler. I'm sorry. Mine's cooler. Yours is cooler. I don't think it's better. I think when I think of like what I want to have, your first one is the neat one. The second one's the one that I'm going to feel is useful very often. The only reason I think they're equal is because the first one also allows you to yeet your warlord into like a blender with kind of no fear of repercussion. Unless there's like an instant death weapon, of course. Um, yeah. or you can like 10. yeet him into like or strength 10 exactly so don't do the, the against imperial fists or I guess salamanders with biomancy and then they blow their advanced reaction but other than that like just yeet him forward and watch him just kind of beat the shit out of anything that like yeah. he touches I don't know it's they're both good they're both I, I have a bad feeling that the last one iconic class is going to be so bad well <laughs> I mean the other thing is how it it, it, there's no guarantee he necessarily destroys anything he touches by enslaved by darkness. It just means he's not going to die easily from it. Exactly. Yeah, it's, um, it's a buff. It's a I, I've looked at their weapons a little bit. Their, wep their weapons, their special weapons aren't bad. They're, they're it, it's good, but like their melee weapons aren't the type that are necessarily going to be, you know, slaughtering people wholesale unless you're rolling sixes. But um, all right, let's take a look at iconoclast. Their last one. I hope this one isn't bad. Alright. Um, a warlord with this trait and any unit he joins gains a bonus of plus one attack when locked in combat with an enemy unit that includes at least one model with a special sorry, independent character special rule, a legion vexilla, or a legion standard. So if they have any of these things or an independent character, you get an extra attack. When making a shooting attack or melee attack targeting a fortification, fortification building, or terrain piece with a toughness characteristic, you gain plus two to the strength or the strength of any weapons used. In addition, an arm this army they will get an extra reaction to the opponent's salt phase. 
Um, I don't care about the second one, the second part, the fortification mm -hmm. building or train piece. Maybe you play with that, but I just don't see places do that much. What has a toughness characteristic? That's the fluff inclusion, though, Wait, to be fair. What yes. is the Oh, absolutely, stupid... it's a fluff inclusion. What's a fortification or building with a toughness characteristic? They all have armor value. No, no, but notice it says a fortification building or another terrain piece that has a toughness characteristic. So if the terrain piece had a toughness, I don't think it doesn't mean the fortification has to have a toughness. I don't read it that okay. way. Because otherwise, that's literally nothing. <laughs> I don't think none of them do, do they? I don't think any of them do that. Oh, hold on. Let me pull up fortifications. Okay. While you I do that, we'll talk. Them... Pull it up quiet. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, This is not bad. I'll put it that way. It's not bad. It's a big flavor win. Yes. It is big. less exciting. The, the plus one attack... Because it's not, um, it's just when you're locked in combat. It's not necessarily the turn you charge or anything like that. If they have independent characters, Vexillas, or standards, you can't guarantee the back two. But the first one, you're going to have an independent character too in the army. So you'll get it sometimes, not often necessarily, but you'll at least get a few times. The second part, you're probably not getting. Maybe you will, but on average, don't consider that you'll get that. Um, I'd like the other two better, but I wouldn't blame a person for taking this one. It's not bad, but I, I like the other two more. By the way, to answer your question, none yep. of the fortifications have a toughness characteristic, so I have no idea. Yeah. Well, so there, there, there must be a train. So last uh, last edition, I remember off the top of my head for this edition, um, the weapons and placements for the defense lines had a toughness. It, that's such a specific thing. I, that's weird. They're good at getting rid of anything that's on the board that's not that the player didn't bring. They're better at doing it. Yeah. But most people don't bring stuff or play with rules for destructible terrain or, or, or anything like that. So it's probably not happening much. But the first part's not bad. Correct. Uh, the they do have a demon fun. on that page, too. I do like that. The little blood, the blood crusher on the side of the page. That's yeah. nice. Nice little touch. Nice little touch. It's, it's fitting. It's fitting for what these guys are. Yeah. Very much so. All right. They have three decent traits. Uh, you you could rank them anyway. I think the iconoclast is the lowest ranked one. But again, none of them yeah, are bad, bad, which is nice. All right. That puts us to their armory because we skip Brother Rights of War. There'll be a separate video on that shortly. Um, their armory has a whole bunch of stuff in it. So, yeah, although we did talk about the corrupted unit subtype already. So. Um, it's a little bit shorter. Does anyone have a favorite of a thing they wish to I'll talk about? Tainted weapons, because that does look awesome. You in want my what? Opinion. I'm sorry. The tainted weapons. Those okay. look cool. You would, you heretic. <laughs> Says the Iron Warriors player. Uh, Steve, is there hey, any particular? Hey, we're want? loyal. We are loyal to the tenets of the Great Crusade. We uphold the Imperial truth, unlike these creatures, <laughs> demon worshipping scum. <laughs> Steve, do you want to take this burning lore then? Have you started off? I'll, I'll take the burning lore. Why not? So a Praetor, Cataphracti Praetor, or Tartarus Praetor, that's a word bearer, may take the burning lore upgrade for 25 points. When they do this, they gain the Corrupted and Psycho subtypes, as well as the Diabolism Discipline, which is a special thing that this Legion gets. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be going through the powers and all shortly. Yeah, it's like we'll two pages later. Yep. Okay. 
And uh, that's that. Yeah. Take dark channeling. Screw it. It's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah, okay. So any unit with the Trader Allegiance and the Infantry or Dreadnought unit type, as well as, you know, being Word Bearer, you be upgraded with Dark Channel for 25 points, familiar points cost there, and you gain the Corrupted Subtype. Basically, it's a lesser version of Burning Rule. Yeah. You also get all the... You basically come a demon without being a demon. Yes. Yeah. And and it helps because you do have some some either characters or units and things like that where you can't join unless you're also Corrupted, so you get some bonuses, and this can help make sure that you shore up where you want that. Because we talked well, about what it did. I mean, giving fear yeah, one yeah. It is nice. Um, as long as you're not fighting someone who has a lot of force and psychic. But otherwise, like, you know, you're immune to fear and the all this kind of stuff. On the table. You're sticking around. I will point out slight funny fact about this. So in, in 1.0, dark channeling was great. But if you roll, I think it was a five or six, you turn into a demon, which is very much like this, right? You turn into a demon without the strength bonuses. It also used to remove your line bonus. So oh. like if your 20 man tactical troops rolled a five or six, they would just lose line. And then an apothecary couldn't join them anymore. And it was hilarious to see. Um, just realize, guys, if you take dark channeling, you have to also probably pay. You have to pay for your apothecary because you your apothecary has to be corrupted to join a corrupted unit. Just a slight note. Yeah, if you're going, if you do such a thing. Yeah. Um. All right. Talk about these uh, right, tainted these weapons. Tainted, tainted weapons. So any model with both the character subtype and Legion of Stardust Word Bearers rule. Um, also, not an independent character. Nice. Okay. Uh, may exchange a power weapon for a tainted blade, tainted axe, or tainted maul. Also, oh, this is very specific. So it's, you get tainted blade, tainted axe, or tainted maul. So that means you do not get the claws or talons, but I'll mention them anyway. Yeah. Um, so tainted blade looks like a normal power sword, but with murder strike six up. Okay. Tainted axe looks like a normal power axe with murder strike six up. I see a theme here. Tainted Maul looks like a normal maul with murder strike six up. I'm assuming the claw is a reference to the power fist on a on a dreadnought. Um, by the look of it, yes. Yeah, so it's yep. murder strike a little, five. A little bit up. different because it's brutal too, but oh, is it brutal? Okay, and but it's murder strike five up, which is mm, that's sexy. And then tainted talons, which the Galvorback have. They're basically, I think, your lightning claws. No, no, no strength user AP three. Yeah, it's they're lightning claws, lightning but instead of shred, they, they instead of shred, they have murder strike six up. So basically, you are trading or you're adding. Sorry, except for the lightning claws, um, but you're for the three that I mentioned: blade, tainted axe, tainted maul. For ten extra points, you get murder strike six up, which is. Eh. You would I I wouldn't be throwing this necessarily on my normal characters, but my independent character. Um, yeah. That's what I'm I might thinking. do it, or maybe my character who's leading my, uh, say, a, a heavier hitter squad, like, say, a, a Terminator-type squad, he might get that, because then at least he has a shot against some of these bigger targets. But I like it with the Power Sword, honestly, because if you're going to rend, at least you're going to murder a strike, and you're not going to be unwieldy with the axe, and... The tainted maul is AP three. So honestly, I like it the most on the blade, the sword, the the fake power sword. I like that one the most. Okay, that's not bad. They're cool. Yeah, murder strike is scary. For it is. I mean, you're looking at the same thing that a paragon blade has. So on the six, exactly. 
it'll come up. It just won't come up very often or in general won't come up very often. Your really big characters are still probably taking Paragon Blades or something different. But your mid-level characters, this gives them an option. All right, Warp Fire Weapons. Um, so this is... So any model with the Legion of Stardust Word Bearer special rule may exchange a Plasma Pistol for a Warp Fire Pistol for five points, a Plasma Gun or a Plasma Blaster for a Warp Fire Blaster for five points, or a Plasma Cannon or Gravis Plasma Cannon for a Warp Fire Cannon. So they will count as Plasma. So you're replacing Plasma Weapons for five points with the essentially equivalent version in Warp Fire. So Pistol Blaster Cannon, they're all Strength 6 AP4, so they're the one less strength. Um, 12 inches, 24, 36 inches for the range. So standard ranges for the weapons they're replacing, be it a pistol, a gun, or a cannon. Um, the pistol is pistol one, breaching four up and pinning. The blaster is assault two, breaching four up and pinning. And the cannon's a heavy one, three inch blast, four up breaching and pinning. So the four up breaching is standard. The biggest thing they gain is pinning, which the normal rule does not have. And the blaster, normally your um, your gun, you know, since now it's assault too, so you could actually fire and assault it if you want. And the cannon does not get hot, where the normal one does get hot. So you'll have your three-inch blast as normal, but you're not going to get hot. Your biggest also, gain, though, is inches. honestly pinning. Which... It's also 24 inches, which I don't think... Plasma gun is I, 24 I... inches. Yeah, but is the plasma gun assault too? No. Was rapid fire. Yeah, exactly. So I was gonna say this is a like long range plasma blaster, which is pretty neat. I like the I like the blaster the most out of all the options. Because the plasma blaster is what? Eighteen. You get, I want to say. Oh, I'll look it up. Give me five seconds. I guess yeah. it'd be under ranged I don't weapons. The I got exact under... thing. I'm actually I'm trying to look it up as well. I don't. Plasma, I got it. eighteen. It's eighteen. Assault two, and it also gets hot for strength seven. So it's eighteen. Yes. So you yeah. get normally you get all these weapons range. get hot. Um, yeah. I care so about get... it most on the cannon because the cannon, if you roll the one on the gets hot, you don't even get to fire it. At least the other weapons, you might get something more. But if your contemptor tries to fire a weapon that then it doesn't even go off, that's a super feel bad. No, but I like a 24-inch two-shot weapon. That That's a nice – with breach warp and pinning, that's nice. Yes. That, that's real good. Yeah. The, the pinning and the fact that it doesn't get hot – to me is absolutely worth the extra five points. I would probably take that wherever I could. Yes. A hundred percent agree. Yeah. The, the loss Imagine of the strength support... isn't such a big deal. Like I could see a support squad in a rhino pop out at exactly twenty four. Cause that that's that's almost damn near maximum range right there. Like for like most you know what I mean? Yeah. So like they're not gonna reach you to assault. Um so you can really this that's a nasty weapon. I like this a lot. I'm surprised no one take Eve, have you ever someone seen someone with a warp fire blaster? Uh, no, because they were a horrible idea last edition, and this edition, no one's even looked, I guess. Interesting. Oh, no. We'll see the spam. But, uh, no, no, but th I like these a lot. Uh, They're really cool. You, you, you definitely won't see a spam of them because you're having to replace a plasma weapon, which already has already so a reasonable points cost to it. So this is not cheap. Um, yeah. You know, you talked about on a support squad. That's an extra 25 to 50 points, depending on how many guys in there. When you've already added on a cost of like 10 points a guy or something like that. Like it's, you're going to get points wise very expensive. But if you're going to run plasma stuff, I would absolutely consider it. And to me, if you wanted a plasma cannon on your like contemptor or, or essentially dreadnoughts, dreadnought style thing, 
I would absolutely take this every time. For five more points, the fact that I'm not going to get hot, do, worth it. Do heavy support squads take plasma cannons? They can, yes. Cool. Okay, so I'd take it on that. That'd not be a bad idea. No, because again, the not getting hot is so useful because yeah. you're not going to kill your own support squads. I'm exactly. sorry, heavy, heavy support squad, I should say. And it's going to breach, and it's going to, and it's, you know, you get that pinning check. Oh, this plasma cannon is Easy. normally 10 points per guy, so you're looking at 15 points a guy. 15 points. It Oof. starts getting expensive, but... Which is the last cannon? Last, last cannon is good. 10. Last cannon? Yeah, last cannons are 10. Oh, shit. Oh, last cannon, multi-melt, and plasma cannon are all 10 points. Huh, okay. I thought it would be 15. No. All right. Um, I still take this, honestly. It's still a, it's still a pretty damn nasty weapon. Yeah. I like I it. Would. All right. Who wants their special bolter? <laughs> is it going to be me because I got all the special bolters? Yeah, take yeah all it the is now. Yeah, take the bolter. That's I wasn't oh, thinking of that until you said it. Anyway. Now it is you. Yep. 100%. So we got bolt spitters. All weapons here are bolt weapons for those rules that affect such weapons. A bolt spitter is range 24, strength 4, AP 5, rapid fire. That's just a bolter, right? Am I crazy? Yeah. No, it's a... That is absolutely just a bolter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I is thought there I another had other is there like stuff, a... but it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> my brain short circuited. It's it okay. Literally... It's okay. It's okay. We have a greater bolt spinner. Okay. Uh, okay. Range forty eight, strength five, AP four, heavy six, twiddling. Oh shit! Yeah, it's that a is... longer ranged heavy Sto- bolter, but also more shots and also yeah, twiddling. Twiddling. Yeah. All right. I'm going to assume those both belong to the Maharagal Dreadnought. Yeah, I'm gonna hope so. That that's a I, that's I'm a Gravis gonna... bolt cannon. That second one. Okay. Range is different, but otherwise, that's a heavy six twin length weapon. My yeah, guess so, is okay. that's what that the second one. That one I'll give you because it's got more range. Fine. The fuck is the point of a bolt spitter? It's called a bolter. Um, because because bolters have distinct ammo casings and okay. patterns, and <laughs> Galvorback have. Fleshy bits oh that become God, metal God. bits that shoot bolt rounds. That's true. That is. I was true. looking okay. at their rights real like... fast to see if, if, because I know like you know Iron Warriors had a thing of like oh. you got a special weapon, but hey, yeah, let me see here. It, I'm you know check when it happens, quick. you get this other thing, and I'm not seeing anything there. There might nope, be something. It's literally missing. just a weapon that the Galvor back have instead of a normal bolter, and that the Mahara Gaul has, um built into its tainted claws instead okay. of a combi bolter That's, it's you know a normal bolt spinner okay so yeah, they don't get a twin like special snowflakes be special snowflakes i ain't gonna be mad <laughs> like okay yeah All you right. can't be mad at us for special snowflakes That's like, yeah, what, what's the mad, point like, of this yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay yeah i thought when i heard something about it that there was more there but it doesn't seem like there's more there that's fine um we we already talked about the corrupted subtype essentially you're a demon without getting the differences in strength and toughness and without saying demon on you. But otherwise, you got all the normal stuff. Um, does anyone in particular want to take the Diabolist? You take it, because I'm going right. to take Galvor back. All right, I'll take <laughs> Diabolist. All right, so um, this is their Centurion-style upgrade. It could be for Legion Centurion, Cataphracti, or Tartar Centurion. Um, for Diabolist, it's 25 points. So you become corrupted, which means you can only go with another unit that's corrupted. So if you take a Diabolist, you have to make sure you have at least one other corrupted unit for him to go in. And Psyker, and he gains the Diabolist Discipline. 
He can exchange his power weapon for a force weapon at no additional points cost. So the big thing about this guy is the discipline. So he'll gain the list of powers, weapons, and special rules, all is listed here. As with normal, you're going to get one power, one weapon. For the power, when a charge is declared for a model with this power, or for a unit that includes a model with this power, the controlling player may choose to make a psychic check for the model before any dice are rolled to determine the charge distance of that charge. So you declare a charge, you get to do a psychic test. If the check is successful, then the model with this power gains the Hammer of Wrath 3, Hammer at three special rule and increases both their strength and toughness characters by plus one for the duration of the assault phase. If the check has failed, then the model suffers perils of the warp, and once that has been resolved, gains plus one to both the strength and the toughness until the start of the controlling player's next turn. Um, so it's kind of oh, on-demand biomancy to an extent, but it only works on him, and nicely. As someone who's failed many, many checks, um, it goes off even if you fail. You just don't get the hammer of wrath. You, I mean, you'll you'll take your perils, but you would still get your strength and toughness bonus. Um, I'm surprised it's just him. I would think it'd be too much if it was the unit, only because That's what if it is. fails. No, no, but it fails. You still get it. Imagine I, I would have failed. Oh, I see yeah. What you're I, to me, I almost would have had that not there. But I guess technically, you know, if you... Because you could take your loud normal librarians, and that would be very fluffy in this army. So this is a way you could double stack if you wanted. That'd be sexy. Yeah, because it is a different That's rule. Good. So to me, I don't yeah. see any reason why you couldn't. No, this is this is really good. Yeah. And especially if you stack it like that. And Hammer of Wrath 3 ain't bad. No, That's no, it, it's, it's absolutely hit. useful. Um, especially with your upper strength. And I'm, I, I love upping strength and toughness, toughness especially. Um, I'm just a little bit surprised it only works on him, but it's not bad. Um, for the weapon, it is the weapon's Hellfire. It's a template, uh, strength 7, 8, B4, assault 1. It's a rending 6 up, deflagrate, and psychic focus. Psychic focus just means in order to use it, you have to make a psychic check. If you make it, you're good. If not, perils and. Um, you may use a normal weapon afterwards if you fail it. So, I mean, okay, back to the psychic power. Yes. If you want to be full meme status, make him your warlord. Give him the demonic warlord trait. Cast the psychic power and have a librarian in there with biomancy. So he's now toughness seven, strength seven. <laughs> you could. I'm not saying it's a good idea, but you no, could no, do it. No, I didn't it. say it was a good idea. I said meme status. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny though. <laughs> yeah. Uh I I wanted to like this a lot more than I do. Um getting corrupted th there's absolute upsides to that and then you can go with units that are either corrupted or already corrupted or that you will corrupt. So that's not a bad thing. Uh, just the the psychic disciplines when I think about okay, I'm taking this guy instead of a librarian. A librarian's more expensive, let's be honest. But I like the librarian options a little bit more than what I see here. The psychic power is not mm -hmm. bad, but I'm only going to care about if I'm doubling up with other psychics. And the Hellfire weapon is is nice, but I kind of like some of the other ones a, either a little bit more, or that's not always the drawing feature to me, is the weapon. It does say that you get lightning as well. I don't know what that means, but if there is oh, lightning... Everyone gets get... that. Oh, yeah, okay, there, that. Sorry, I should... Yeah. Um, if you are a psyker, 
essentially everyone gets etheric lightning and then you pick your discipline this guy has his discipline pre-picked but yeah everyone gets etheric lightning i'm surprised this used to be able to summon demons i'm surprised it has nothing to do with that huh that's what i was waiting to see um yeah i I was was waiting to see their character upgrade that gets demons or fits demons a little bit or you know dave I bet you anything, I bet you anything, when the PDF releases for Demons eventually, because um, we're all waiting for it, I bet you anything it'll have like, hey, add this psychic power to Traitor Legions. And it's like, it's a, it'll be, I don't know, demonic. We already have the Legion Esoteris as a yeah. generic um, option. Yes. Oh, we're, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we already have that. I, I think what you'll see is the uh, allies chart for at least some of these guys is going to throw... Are demons in the normal allies chart? No. You're, I think you're going to see right. them get added in certain ways. I think that's what you're going to see when um, demons of the rune storm come out. At least I would, I would like right. to see. He's okay. I, I kind of wish he it's was something okay. else. I, wanna, I have to agree with you. I kind of wanted to lock, like him a lot more than what I thought. Yeah. Which sucks a little bit. Cause I, kinda, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's from the last edition. I remember him summoning like demons and it was super cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean Weird. the dark and terrible power. So, so the psychic power is obviously him letting himself be infused, you know, with the powers of demons and stuff like that. But I just, I don't know. I wanted something a little bit more that doesn't make me want to take a different librarian. Because with these guys, I want librarians. That is their thing. But I want to oh, feel yeah. like I'm getting a really good deal on those librarians. Like they're going to do me a lot of fun. All right. Well, let's see if Galvorbach are better. I kn- now I know they used to be just nutty. I guess oh, no, we're about to find out nutty. if they're still nutty. I know they used oh, to be nutty. really quick, I, I want to point out, because I know we don't talk about Primarchs, but I did find it. Okay. Um, if you take Logar transfigured, so Logar Demon Baby, um, that's when you can take Legions of the Rune Storm as non-compulsory slots. Got it. So okay. that that's how you take it in. Okay, so uh, naturally there is sense. a way to do that then. That makes sense. I figured there would have yeah. to be. If they weren't yeah, gonna I was going to say, these good. guys are all about working with demons. I'm like, I can't find a damn thing. And there it is. But it's a prime mark, though. But whatever. Yeah. I just wanted to find it because I was like, now I'm like trying. Anyway, Galvorback. <laughs> mm-hmm. Galvorback are 275 points. That's the upper end of the spectrum for expensive. Uh, 275 for five, I should point out. Yeah. They are, oh, their stats are all over the place. I, I don't know how to, so... Because they're not even Myrmidons either. They're so weird. They're, so anyway, they're their they're... own thing. Just run them. Yeah, yeah run exactly. Through the... And also, compared to Myrmidons, would do no one any good. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, no, it's not even the failure. So, weapon skill five, ballistic skill four, strength and toughness five, three wounds, initiative five, three attacks. We got nine leadership and a three up save. Um, They're armed with tainted talons. So, those are your lightning claws without shred, but murder strike. Frag grenades, crack grenades, power armor, obviously, and, the, and, the, and a bolter. Oh, they are chosen uh, warriors. Spitter, mind you. Oh, no, bolt spitters. Oh my god, it's fancy. <laughs> it's probably got a face on the front of it or something. God, it probably, I now have to look at them to see if that's what it looks like. Um, sure chosen warrior, so that's really good for taking some challenges. They have rage too. Ew. Ugh. Um, feel no pain five up, bulky two, and traitor for obvious reasons. Um, each one is fifty-five additional points. So again, that's the upper end. Every five models can take a warp fire blaster, tainted talons, which are free. Wait, for every five models. Okay, so they can take double. Right, I see. Double so, talons. And every five models, you can double up on the tainted talons. Okay. Yeah. You can take a warp fire blaster, melting gun, or flamer, and then one in every five models. 
may also take a power fist, which I would recommend, or a power weapon, and that's really all the world. So, um, so I was discussing this before the podcast because Galvorback before used to have a demonic save, which was a five up and vulnerable. They still were three up, but they had a five up and vulnerable. I like the fact that they left their invulnerable save behind and have now gained a feel no pain. Um, for the sheer fact that strength 10 is no longer AP2 or AP3, most blasts that are strength 10 are AP4 with breach, whatever, but they're still AP4. So these are still scary. These are still 100% scary. Um, I would probably take as many power fists as possible in the squad because that would make them strength 10. You're starting, um, to, you're starting to add a lot of points on because those are 15 you know, each. Well, it's only one in every five. Oh, sorry. One, yeah, one so in literally, five. So throw one yeah, in so, or so theoretically two. You're at 290. You're at 290. Uh, do I take two Meltaguns to make it 310? <sighs> um. I absolutely swap out a bolt spitter for another thing of talents. You won't get the normal plus two attacks from the town, but you'll get a plus one, which is nice. Exactly. Um, and they're already rage two. I yeah. What do you give them melted guns? No. I would just give them two tainted talents because I don't want them shooting. I want them in combat. Yes. Um, the, the melted guns are are potentially useful to crack open if you want to get to the juicy center of whatever's inside that tootsie roll pop. Um. The problem is they're still only blissful for maybe you make it, maybe a miss. And if they don't get through, you're going to like struggle with it anyway. I, I'd rather keep, you know, save those points to put on something else. If you really like want to go of, for it. I would take like a unit of six, maybe like a unit of seven, not too many, yeah. but definitely like a unit of six or a unit of seven. That's what around 350 ish points. And keep it like that. That's a good, solid, leave it the hell alone unit. Well, because remember, though, you also oh. want to give these guys uh, an assault transport. So, like, these guys are really True. that number plus, what, 220 for uh, the Wait, Proteus, which is going Land on pre order this week, or 350 extra for a, a Spartan. Spartan. Like, you well, got to is 12, he says, question mark. Oh, oh, yeah, Land Raiders are what, 12 transport? Oh, let me look this up uh land raider parties yeah they're 12 so you can only fit six in there also just take a unit of five and then take a termin uh take your praetor yeah yeah i'd want to i'd want that's, what I would, yeah, that's not a bad idea yeah take a unit of five and take a unit of praetor. that's a nasty squad you yeah. give two of them two tainted talons each that's free and you just pay 15 points that's 290 um, 290 is not option, bad for this squad. the other option because oh, we'll go through this when we do rights of war but just to mention this real fast one of the rights of war give them uh, dread claws as dedicated, so that gives you an option there as well. Oh, nice. Okay, I did yeah. that. Um, and then other units can get drop pods as well. So they they have a a uh, like a drop pod assault style army that they can do with these guys. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, if you need nightmare fuel. Our drop drop pods are not assault vehicles, right? He says no. question mark. No, they're not. Oh, thank God. But that's okay. Dreadclaws are though, I think, aren't they? Uh hold on. I have it up right here. Give me one second. Dreadclaws should be. Uh drop pod is uh where the hell is my dreadclaw? There it is. It is not an no. assault vehicle. No. For that much extra? Alright. Huh. I swear to god one of the drop pods are maybe the dreadnought one? Huh. No, it is not. 
orbital assault vehicle. Wait, orbital assault vehicle? Does that do something? No, that's the thing they deep strike. Yeah, so... Wait, no, no. They FAQ'd this, didn't they? Didn't they add it in the FAQ? No, they added something about it in the FAQ. No, so this is what this is where I'm getting confused. The Charybdis is an assault vehicle. Oh, okay. So that's, that's okay. That's so the Charybdis the big, is. Yeah, that's the big, big, big drop pod that holds 22. The I knew the one of them. Dreadclaw is not assault vehicle. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I knew one of the drop pods had to be an assault vehicle, but the Charybdis is more of like a flying land raider than it is a drop pod. But it is a drop pod. Okay, they... that, that makes me happy now. I'm okay, I'm okay now. I'm okay now. Why did they? I thought that I could have swore they altered something. Oh, yeah. Charybdis got the deep strike. That's what it was. They altered the Charybdis, not the Dreadclaw. Okay. Um, yeah, no, these guys are scary. These guys are really, really good. They're only a three up safe, but when your toughness five, I'm not getting doubled out. And with three wounds, it's going to take a lot to chew through them. And yeah. they're initiative five, so they're swinging before your average thing. So they're going to put a lot of damage on them. And weapon skill five, if you're not dedicated for close combat, you're going to struggle to hurt them. I mean, just on the charge alone, these guys put out, um, what? So four attacks each, plus one, 21. Let's add an additional two, because you added two tamed down, so 23. It's 23 attacks at initiative five, although minus four for the power fist. So, so 19 attacks. Oh, there are basically lightning claws with no shred, and then a power fist in there. Like, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> Yeah, no, they'll, they'll, they'll do good. And if they get those sixes... They can get some murder strike. So, no, no one's going to argue that Galverbach are are not great. Is it Rendon? Hold on, I got to look. Scroll. Is Rendon it Rendon six murder and murder strike? strike six? Oh, good. Okay, because I was going to say if they just get murder strike but no Ren, then that's completely useless against Terminators. But no, they get both. Yeah, no, this. Yeah, I like it. I like it very much. <laughs> murder strike doesn't actually give you any form of AP naturally. Nope. I That's why I was hoping just for grants Ren. instant death. Got Which it. Is okay, why so it's good that they do that then. I, I everything yeah. I have that makes sense. Most of it has it. Rarely do they give it to you without That's having good. That's AP. why I was like, I hated the mace because it's like, oh, it's got, it's got murder strike, but it's AP three. So, not everything can be AP. Two. I mean, it's fine for killing Mechanicum. It will shred through Mechanicum. All right, uh, Steve. Do you uh, of the units left? Is there anything in particular you want to take? I don't have super strong feelings on the word bears just their books okay well would you rather a unit of guys uh, I'll, or a big old dreadnaughty boy i'll take the dreadnought dreadnoughts are fun okay i'll take uh, ashen circle squad then i don't know much about these guys i've literally only like kind of somewhat seen them once well um, i can take them then if you don't know much about them oh uh, 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 well, uh, that's a little bit what they do okay that is true of like the entire legion so <laughs> if you oh, take... okay yeah that was that was a much more general <laughs> phrase but if you would rather take these guys because oh, you've okay. seen them, I understand. <laughs> Thank you for that. That made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can, sure. If you really don't want so to, I will, but I don't in, know anything In a complete about reversal of my earlier statement, Ashen Circle squads are really cool. Uh, much cooler <laughs> than those boring old Dreadnought. <laughs> uh, so yes, Ashen Circle, Um, they, they have, what is that, a veteran stat line? No, not a veteran stat line. Um... They no, have a destroyer stat line. Close to veteran, though. Yes, they have a destroyer stat line, I think. Yep. Um, so they're basic marines with an extra attack um, and an extra leadership. And that carries through to the sergeant as well, who is going to be three attacks, leadership nine. Uh, you have five guys for 125 points. They come with 
fancy hand flamers called I'm not even gonna try to say that. They have they have axe rigs, frag crack melta bombs, power armor, and jump packs. They are heavy type, and I believe this might be the only remaining heavy jump pack unit. It used to be that Le- um, Legion Destroyers were heavy even with jump packs. Not so anymore, so I think this might be the last unit that has both. Um, and this uh, squad leader's a character. They're word bears with Stubborn, Crusader, Bitter Duty, and Scorched Earth. So there you go. They are um, Destroyers. Pretty close to it, yeah. Yeah. So, let's see. Scorched Earth. Um, Hammer of Wrath hits. Uh, you get an extra hit with them. So if you have Hammer Wrath one, aka the jump from the jump pack, um, now it's two. And all Hammer of Wrath hits get a bonus of plus one to strength. So they'll be swinging at strength five, and they count as flame attacks. So Salamanders will laugh at you. Um, they have those fancy hand flamers, which I'll cover super fast. They're strength four, AP four, assault one, torrent six inches, and pinning. These things are surprisingly nasty because yeah, I'll talk about I'll the torrent. The torrent means you could place the template pretty much any way you need to, which is so so nice to have. Um, and the axe rake is a plus one strength AP three weapon with melee and shred. So essentially, it's uh, lightning claws with a bonus strength and no rending. So not lightning claws. All right, uh, we could add up to five extra guys at 20 points a model. The unit leader can replace his hand flamer with either an Inferno pistol or a Plasma pistol. You could take one Phosphex bomb and upgrade to Artificer armor. So they are base five points cheaper than a normal Destroyer Assault Squad. Um, Destroyer Assault Squads have counterattack. And these guys instead get that Scorched Earth and Crusader and different weapons, of course. But that's some of the big sort of differences. And they have a Hand Flamer where the other guys have two Bolt Pistols. Um, they come so, base with melt bombs which is extra as well. These are really good. Yeah, <laughs> These are surprising. They I mean, are I'll, phenomenal. I will, yeah, yeah, I will talk about are. Torrent real quick. So Torrent, for people who don't know, Torrent essentially, I know Steve kind of explained it. Is when, for example, this one's torn six inches. You measure out six inches, and then you put the template out, the flamer template out. And as long as the smaller part of the nub is closer to your model than the larger part of the nub, you could face it. So you could put it out six inches and then do a horizontal shot if you want. It's great. Yup. It is deceptively long range. The only reason I say this is because I was playing with the Myrmidon Irad flamers for the first time ever. I never use them because it's Torrent 12 with a flamer. I, screw it. I don't care. Or Torrent 18. I, point is, I didn't use it because it sucked. And then I realized, holy crap, I can literally hit you from like 20 inches away with a flamer. How is that bad? It's it's the, the, fl- the flame well, template's it, 8 it, inches. The bonus 6 think... inches here. Exactly. 14 inches. You're outranging bolt pistols. Yeah, it's such a weird thing, Dave, because it's like I'm, I'm so used to like template being template. You know what I mean? Because you can't read. I've like... never played with torrent. So I was like, and the fact that you could like take the torrent weapon and literally just bend it around a goddamn corner is insanity. Like you can just n- go nuts with these hits. Um, uh, like, yeah, no. So I just want to point that like, the fact that they're, I, I was like, oh, they're template weapons. Strength 4 AP4, who gives a shit? Torrent six, okay. <laughs> but but also keep oh, in mind, it's, it's yeah. What what type of unit they are? These are essentially a destroyer assault squad. Destroyer assault squads normally are guys with two bolt pistols. Like they have and a chainsaw, they have some other stuff. A but they're basic chainsaw. 
yeah, yeah, and basically, yeah, yeah. Sorry, chainsword. So it's like I would take one copy of this hand flamer over two bolt pistols any day for less points. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, fun little tactics, since we are a tactics channel, we do talk, you can easily place that flamer so you're hitting your original squad and then also hitting a squad near them. Like, that's, you, you don't have to target more models in the squad with the template weapon. Um, you can angle it so you hit, I don't know, one dude in the squad you're targeting and then six dudes behind it if you position it correctly. So just realize that. You can easily just, like, flame a squad behind them and then charge the squad in front. Yeah, I which think is, the only thing these guys are missing is the rad grenades, which is fine because their axe rate gives them bonus strength. Yes. Yeah. It, it, and they come with the melt bomb space, which is very, very useful. So they can go against, you know, the vehicles or the, the stuff that you might have wanted to avoid otherwise. This is a criminally underpointed unit, I think. Yeah, I'm going to say like, this. They, is, they are incredible. If you're not running these, what are you doing? No, I'm, and they're lore-wise the, so cool too. Like these are the I, guys that that drop down. They find all of you know all the icons, enemy, and like yeah, I'm gonna burn this shit. Jesus, they're only two, and they're only two twenty-five for like max squad. I'm I'm max. Screw it, two thirty-five for artifice your armor. I don't even want the inferno pistol. Screw that. <laughs> I don't the mind the two, inferno third, pistol. I kind of like it because like I said it's it's a melta, just in case it's a, a transport. Just in case, yeah. Yeah, if if either I need it or to help deter. Um, they are base, yeah. They're base is, is five additional bad. points per model above what destroyer assault squads are. So they're cheaper to start, but they get more expensive to add more guys in. I think yeah. it's worth it because you know the, the it's for two, for extra hand flamers and all. It'd be those extra points anyway, where they would get two hand flamers. These guys get one, but that's this is torrent. I prefer torrent because then I don't have to be about as careful as I place my unit. I can be a little bit more uh, haphazard with how I place them. Uh, wow, this is I I would have thought these guys would be a tiny bit more expensive, like at least starting off at like let's say one forty. Um, wow, these are really under cost. Uh, so when we think of costs, I'm always I'm I'm always reluctant necessarily to say something's under costed when it's in a legion because I don't think you can look at it in a vacuum. You know, sure. we we compare it to destroyer assault squads because that's the analog. Okay, they're roughly equal in points. These dudes, these dudes do seem a bit better. Okay, so that just means if you're word bearers, you probably take this over that. But if you consider everything else in the legion, to say something's under costed should make it feel like, you know, you're going to be putting tons of them in because your other options are, you know, not as efficient. I do think these oh, yeah. guys are good, but I think you know they also at the end of the day though they're still one wound guys with a three up save like you know true, I, true, true. I if you start going up in points i absolutely stop taking these guys you start crossing that 130 base like uh do i want to take them then so I, I don't know if they're i don't know if i would say they're costed i haven't seen them much or ever but they're probably about where they should be because they're going to get much more expensive as you want to stack on more guys they're 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 very cool though uh, any other thoughts oh, on on them? Their models are okay. Yeah, I'm not in love with the models. That that I will say. I'm very surprised. The axe. Um, the axe looks dumb. Not like the, the axe. axe. The axe kind of looks dumb to me. Sorry. I, it's, okay, so I don't know. Just it's too flat. Yeah, it looks no. like someone 3D printed it. Yeah, exactly. The underhand, the underslung hand flamer looks cool. I'll give yes. you that much. The chest plate 
looks amazing, but the, the axe is kind of killing it yeah. to me. Replace them with the. You could always replace it with the power axes that they just have. Yeah. That they sell, which are which still look like a chain axe, like the Cataphracty style power axe is actually essentially a chain looking axe. But all right. Yeah. Let's talk about this special dreadnought. Maragal dreadnought, who he also has a model, which I started pulling up. So, um. This guy is move eight, weapon skill six, uh, ballista skill three, so he does not shoot very well. Uh, strength seven, <laughs> toughness seven, he's eight wounds. Initiative five, three attacks, leadership ten, two up save. So he's corrupted, so he automatically has all those, so he causes fear, which if you look at the model, yeah, he does. Um, so he, he's, he's similar in ways to uh, some of the other dreadnoughts he has a mixture of different pieces he's got a better weapon skill than most of them he's got wounds more than most of them he's got about the same strength and toughness but his ballistic skill is much worse um he has a warp fire cannon so it doesn't I think matter so much the most important thing right there yes he's initiative five he's swinging before all the other dreadnoughts yes and simultaneously with captains yeah mm. absolutely very true and his ballistic skill doesn't matter so much okay he has a built-in bolt splitter on the one Bolt spitter on the one weapon. Who cares? Uh, the warp fire cannon, that's a small blast. So, okay, he deviates a little bit more than some other dreadnoughts. That's not the end of the world because at least I'm not rolling to literally hit. And his weapon is the tainted claw, which is... What which is that weird nine. power fist that... Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's the strength nine, AP two. It's melee, brutal two, murder strike five up. So instead of the Brutal 3, it's Brutal 2, but it has Murder Strike 5 up. So absolutely a good worthwhile trade. Although this guy is more expensive. Um, he has It Will Not Die 5 up, which is nice. Rampage 2. I don't remember Ooh. what Rampage does. Rampage is if you are outnumbered, right? Okay. Um, you gain that many bonus attacks. Now, I don't... Is he... Are Dreadnoughts bulky? No, they're, they're one model. They're not bulky. So, we, this has come up a few times. Yeah. They are a single model. A single Good. Terminator so, will outnumber them. Yeah, a single Terminator will outnumber him because they're bulky too. Yeah. So, because this guy's normally three attacks, you're essentially always going to get, almost always get Rampage unless you're going against another, let's say, Dreadnought or something. So you should get that. Um, He has some special rules, which we'll get to. He has Shroud of Dark Fire and accursed he is a pathfinder uh what does pathfinder do i'm already trying to look for it because okay. he has I moved through cover and he's a traitor of course yeah go ahead um yeah let me know when you find it so i got it he, oh, you found sorry. it go, go for it yeah it's just you automatically pass dangerous terrain tests yes they split that off for move through cover decision i was about yeah. to say it but dan found it okay right, very useful because actually i was telling someone the other day I thought move through cover did both. I didn't realize it was actually separated. Okay. Yeah, that was last edition. Got it. Two effects. Because um, so many things were able to grant move through cover, that dangerous terrain kind of became irrelevant. Yes, I agree. Um, so he can replace his Warfire Cannon or his Tainted Claw with with either a Greater Bolt Spitter, a Gravis Melta Cannon, Auto Cannon, Warp Fire Cannon, or Last Cannon. Last Cannon's... 10 points, all the other options so far are free, or another Tainted Claw. Um, with him being Blitzer skill 3, but he's nice in weapon skill 6, and he's got a better initiative, um, 
I either leave him probably with his loadout or maybe another Tainted Claw if you just want to run all melee. I don't think that's a bad option. But I kind of worry about the others because it's going to be harder for him to hit and the other weapons have to actually roll to hit. Mm. A lot of them are, are twin-linked, would... but I, I kind of like the guy as is or maybe with I... two claws and just rush forward. I would run him with two Tainted Claws. Get the extra attack, and he's weapon skill six, so he's even higher than contemptors. That's higher than the contemptors. Yes, it is. So, yeah, so I run him probably with two claws, to be quite honest. Yeah. Although knowing Forge World, I haven't. Let me see. I'm gonna pull up the model. Uh, yep. No, he does not come with another claw. So he's got a warfire, the yeah. warfire cannon in his arm. All right, let's let's go through his two special rules he has. Um, so this is Shroud of Dark Fire. Any hit allocated to a model with the special rule from the Plasma, Flame, Melter, or Volkite has a strength reduced by one. Um, that is exceedingly useful when you're something with a high toughness and you're talking about some of those weapons are the ones that have the high toughness, or sorry, high strength. Um, in addition, a model with the special rule has a five up invul save and should it, unsaver, sorry, should it suffer an unsaved wound with instant death, it's not immediately removed, you get, take D3 wounds. Oh, automatic shielding. Yeah, okay. it's automatic shielding on the other part. And when it loses the last wound, um, but here's the here's the big difference in this. Before it's removed casualty, both friendly and any models within six plus D6 suffer the strength eight AP dash. So it super explodes. Yeah, boom. Because I was looking Jesus at it, I'm like, okay, Christ. one of the rules has to be automatic deflector, essentially. It is with a bonus of lowering certain strengths of some weapons, but you blow up even harder. Which is a blessing and a curse. It could yes, absolutely it be bad. As someone who loves when my cybernetic blows up, this is like, it doesn't seem like much. It's like, oh, strength 8 AP dash. Who gives a damn? Yeah, but if it explodes near your Terminators and you roll those dreaded ones, yeah, there's that's dead. just the dead Terminator. It, it, it's painful. It's exceptionally yes. painful. Well, Very deceptionally oh, painful. No, I wouldn't say deceptively. Um, it, it's somewhat deceptive when you only roll D6 because you could be anywhere from almost no one to a lot of people. When it's 6 plus a D6, if I'm in the enemy line, I'm tagging tons of models. I don't care if you get your full save. You're going to roll some failed saves, be it 1s or 2s if, say, a 3-up save. You're going to lose models just for having taken my guy down because I know I'm going to hit a lot of you. I'm going to feel the opposite if you kill me, say, when I'm still amongst my own. But if I'm in the middle of your stuff and I go down, I'm happy about that. You're taking all kinds of damage. To be fair, I think this gives me even more, um, not evidence, but this gives me more like Ghana. I don't know what guy, fire to bring a, a double melee and just yeet him forward. Ammunition Literally. is usually the idea. It gives you more ammunition to do the thing, but more, more, more fires. Oh, there. A terrible. Because he moves. What, if he runs. He moves what eight and five. He yeah, moves 13. thirteen inches a turn. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. No. and then I, you I, reaction if anyone gets anywhere near you to pull him exactly. closer. Just yeet um, him forward with double claws. Screw the plasma. He's got he's got one more rule, so we'll discuss his rule real fast. Oh, yeah. um, all models that had the demon unit subtype and or psyker or corrupted must reduce Ooh. their toughness and strength by minus one when they're within six inches of him. Models with the special rule are also immune to this effect. So he's accursed. So um, all that good things that he can do you don't want to put him near any of your demon units, your psychers, or your corrupted units because he's lowering their strength and toughness just by yeah. being near him. Yeah, no, it's keeping the hell away. Yes. he He's going to move faster than most of your stuff, so he'll get away quick. But when you're setting up on the board, he needs to have a bubble around him of non-corrupted. You can put other people near him, non-corrupted, non-psyker stuff. 
He's a very expensive contemptor, but I think you get a decent amount extra for that because you're getting yeah. the extra weapon skill. You're getting extra wounds. The initiative is huge because you can potentially take down other contemptors first, especially if you have two two fists or something like that. Um, I really like this guy. I don't like his model at all. Um. Okay. So, okay. I for it so for not only happen it not always happens, but sometimes GW and Forge World have the habit of not painting the model or maybe not photographing the model correctly. I have seen Margals that look absolutely phenomenal. Um, because and listen, Games Workshop is great, but sometimes their photographers are their the paint job might be amazing too, but sometimes they just photograph the model and it looks like shit. I'll be honest. There are some times where they, it, the Margot, let me see if I could find it. It was actually, I think, a, funny enough, I think it was a Forge World picture, too. Let me see. Uh, there it is. Yeah, no, let's oh, be fine. honest. It took me paint, five seconds. A paint job absolutely can make a, can help a model. Yeah. But I still just, I'm not a big fan of, that's honestly, when I was thinking about Legions, I didn't look at word bearers at all. Because I don't like the sort of corrupted look of models and things like that. I'm just not a fan of it. This guy's got like teeth and and intestines and stuff like that, and spines on his back and all. I just I'm not a fan. If it was done a little bit nicer, maybe. But in this, it kind of just I don't know. Kind of so looks like it's thrown all over. The ones I'm finding, I'm not going to post it on the disc. But the ones I'm finding, yeah. all the ones that look good in my opinion have just a darker. So I feel like the Forger one is too light. I don't know if that makes any it's sense. It's appropriate colors, like it, though. I know it's That's word pairs colors. Yeah, I know, but it's like too... Let me... You know what? Fuck it. Let me just... Uh, how do I drag this? Well, but the, the people <laughs> who are listening can't see it anyway, so... I know, but just... I want to hear your reaction, mostly. Right. I want to hear the way you react. Like, here. Look at that real quick for five seconds. Because um, that, I feel like, makes the model look intensely more... Much better. Okay. I just know she said something about my mic. Has it been okay since? Oh yeah, no, it's been okay. Yeah, that was a, that was a little while ago. It was okay. like weirdly robotic, and then it kind of stopped. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Call it out if that. so, because I have so many things oh, open. Absolutely. I don't have the Discord. Oh, no, open you're good. To see you're good. You're good. Um, but I wanted to hear your reaction on that one. Okay, I like the scheme better. I'll keep this very brief. If I remember, I'll try to load this in. Um, I like the scheme <laughs> better. I'm still not a huge fan. Um, what I actually what I like about it better the dark in terms of on the natural bits because I think that's what yes. I don't really like is the way yes the, the sort of natural bits they maybe look a little clean I, I'm not sure what but it, it it is better it looks dirtier and that's what I like it a lot more yeah all right well this yeah. guy is cool still side um yes still very cool all right we have one more unit. The pro what well, well, one more full unit? I know characters count as units as well, yeah. but full units. Though this guy, he was in what is the name of this thing? The exemplary battles of the age of darkness, the scouring hey, of right. Gildan's star. Gildan's star. Yep, the procurators. I'll take these guys. These are interesting. Okay. I was reading there. I was like really interested on these rules because they they they're weird. Anyway, so this is an elite's choice. They're the procurators. Because they're gonna procurate, they're gonna they're gonna procurate something. Uh, one hundred twenty points. Curate. What did I say? Pro procurate. Pro, no, you said procurate. Procurate. Oh, oh I do not want to see that. 
Listen, the word bears. I don't, I don't... <laughs> to so pro- it it's to like procure. They're... They take things. Yeah, to procure, essentially. Um, they look like a normal marine stat line, except they get an extra attack. And I guess the, the procurator gets a two plus save. Probably has artifice your armor somewhere. Um, so you get five models for 120. Um, the, yes. So the procurant, procurants, which are the normal guys, get bolt pistol, chainsword, frag grenades, crack grenades, power armor. The procurator gets bolt pistol, chainsword, frag grenades, crack grenades, a narthesium. Ooh. And artifice your armor. So it's basically an apothecary. They have chosen warriors, grim purpose, flesh harvesters, and they're obviously traitor. You can put them in a, uh, I think, a rhino transport. Uh, does it say Spartan? No, it doesn't. But uh, anyway, let's go to their options because this, this is where it gets interesting. Each um, uh, procurator ta- uh, takes uh, 15 points extra. They can get jump packs, Warhawk jump packs, for 10 points each, which is interesting. Um, they can, any one of them can exchange a chainsword for a heavy chainsword or power weapon for five and 10 points respectively. Every five can exchange their chainsword for a power fist, their bolt pistol for a hand flamer and bolt pistol for a plasma pistol for 15, 10, 15. Did you say chainsword? And you definitely meant chainsword, but I'm pretty sure you said chainsword. Oh, whoops. That's okay. It's It's all good. A procurator squad that includes at least 10 models may upgrade the procurant to an additional procurator for 40 points and a procurator oh my god a pro a curator squad that includes 50 models may upgrade two procurants to procurators for 40 points each all right so basically you can take multiple pure procurators with our uh, narthesiums and artificial armors which is super interesting grim purpose um they may not be joined by anyone with this rule that that's the same one that uh I think what uh, destroyers have no, no grim purposes. It's um, similar to bitter duty. The other ones have bitter duty. Yeah. These guys, per, these guys are a little bit different in the rule because their rule is named differently. Yeah. Um, may not be joined by any models that do not have the special rule. Um, they can't be joined by apothecaries or tech tech marines, which is I guess the big difference. Flesh harvesters, um, friendly models with the psychic discipline. Uh, Harbinger of Chaos, Dio. Uh, wait, Harbingers of Chaos. Has that been a psychic discipline yet? Not I'll get back to that. that so, anyway, the psychic discipline. Yeah, I think that's Demons of Runes. Anyway, Harbingers of Chaos, um, uh, Diabolism, or Anet- yeah, Anathema. Anathema. Within six months of a model with the special rule, may re- roll an additional D6 and discard the highest result when making a psychic check. Additionally, in missions that use victory points, the controlling player gains an additional victory point for every enemy unit that is removed as a casualty as a result of a sweeping advance made by a unit made up of models with the special rule. So, let's break this down because that was a lot of rules. First of all, they have an apothecary in the unit. You can take up to, I think, what, 15? Yeah, you can take up to 15. If you have 10 in the unit, for 40 points, you can add another apothecary. If you have 15, you can have two apothecaries. All right? On top of that, these guys, if you have a friendly model um, with either the Harbinger of Chaos, Diabolism, or Anethysma within six inches, you roll an additional D6 and discard the highest result. So it's harder to fail, essentially. On top of that, you get extra victory points if they kill something on the sweep. This is a pretty cool unit for 120 points. They're cheap enough that I think I would take them. To be quite honest, at least one unit, right? Yeah. Am I crazy? 
No, yeah. the, the problem they're going to run into is if you don't take them with jump packs, you got to get them there. And what you're yes. putting them then, if you're not putting them in an assault vehicle, then they got to be able to get out and hang out for a turn because they only have um, essentially up to 10. They have a rhino. That's their only dedicated. So you'd have to get them out, hang out for a turn, then go in at people. Not the end of the world. You could use the rhino to help block you and all. Um, if you have a bigger unit, you upgrade, you get some extra guys in artificer armor, and you still have your uh, Nartheciums. So I, I think they're absolutely worth it. I think they're a good, fun unit. Yeah. Um, I think some of the extras will be tough to get. Getting the, mm -hmm. um, the part for the psychic powers may not happen because you may not have the guys around them because the guy won't be able to join them because they're not going to have grim purpose. And the sweeping advance extra victory point is nice, although... It it's tough to know if you'll ever get it because you got to sweep them. If you don't want to actually kill it out, and you have to beat them in combat, and then you actually have to beat them in the initiative roll. So, don't plan on it. I this is the first time where I might say I can argue these guys inside a storm eagle. I know most people don't have a storm eagle, obviously, no, at this point, but they don't. <laughs> but 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 this is one of the few times where I'd say this is probably the best unit to stick inside a storm eagle. Because an assault, um, Galvarek are going to go on the ground with a Spartan or a Land Raider, whatever they get. Okay. I think this is only because Galvarek aren't going to be on the field. Your opponent knows it's going to be on the field. Put them in a Storm Eagle. They're harder to shoot down. They get out the second turn and they assault, and maybe they assault something that's weaker. I, I like this as a kind of like a secondary assault unit. Yeah, they're not going to be your primary. You wouldn't want them to be your primary, but they can absolutely no. follow up well for you. Yeah. And I do, but I do like their, I will say, I do absolutely like their special rules. I will point out only because, um, getting an extra victory rate, like if you sweep just once in a game, that's really good. <laughs> like that's yeah. a victory point literally right there. There there's absolutely cases in some of these missions, the way they're scored, where getting one extra victory point is definitive. Not all the missions. Some of them you score quite a, you could score a few. But there's some of them where a single point is absolutely going to, you know, give you a huge leg up. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on these guys, Steve? I've been a little quiet. Maybe you might not like word bears. Maybe that's the thing. It's a legion. I, I'm <laughs> weird. I, eh, eh. So is They're it cool. the unit or is it the legion in general? What is the meh? Honestly, I couldn't, I can't pin it down. That's okay. You don't, we don't oh, have to be like, like oh, this yeah. one sounds really cool. Sometimes like, eh. Yeah. To be honest, the look is what's kind of not. I know people love the look of the demonic. For me, yeah, I feel like it, it, it's, it's a look that's killing me a little bit with the Legion. We'll do that on final recaps. Though. I'll talk yeah. about that later. Yeah, in final okay. recaps. that's fine. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah. if someone doesn't feel inspired, they definitely don't have to try and think of tons exactly. of stuff to yeah. say about units. It's okay. Um, Your probably is, on, huh? It's probably the red. I think I don't like when I'm looking at this unit and like the example painted models in the document. Yeah. They're all painted red and I'm just not. Stupid question. It. It's a red brown. Stupid is, question, is why. Look at the picture I posted on Discord real quick. Take five seconds. What do you think of that red with the like blue glow? I think that word bearers should be gray. Oh. Okay. They are. That is a nice red though. Yeah. The. Uh... The Ashen Circle are gray. Yes. So lore-wise, if I remember correctly, I could be totally wrong. 
the majority of the word grabs, the start of the heresy, are done up in gray still. And it's just the serrated sun, like, section of them that's red. Then they gradually all adopt the red scheme. Yeah. And I think that the gray scheme is actually really fly. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do like the gray, yeah. The serrated sun are the ones who become the Galverbach. Yup. But, yeah. All right. Well, so we got we got characters. They had very Arms little outside back. of the book, but they had a whole lot in the book. So they got one, two, three. They got four characters. Anyone got a favorite? Yeah. I'll, uh, who's taking Erebus? Because I'm taking uh, nope, not it. All right, I'll do Erebus. <laughs> you take Erebus. Yep. Okay, I'll, we'll start with him. I'll start with the Arch Trader himself, essentially. Uh, I can do Zardu. Okay. I've gone up against Zardu, so like I kind of get the idea. Oh, but, uh, yeah, I'll take poor Farron. No, what he does. I'll take poor All right, and I'll, I'll grab Argel Taller, whoever. All right, so uh, High Chaplain Erebus, 165 points. Um, they said he's the child of Primordial Truth. He's essentially the one that causes the whole horse heresy, I think. If you're reading out of the books and stuff like that, he he's sort of the one that made it all happen. Yeah, no, he is. So, move seven, weapon skill, blister skill five, strength of toughness, four course, three wounds, initiative five, uh, four attacks, ten leadership, two up save. So, he's almost a Praetor stat line. Um, a little bit different, but he's, he's reasonably close. He has a plasma pistol. I find it odd that he doesn't have their own special pistols. He has a normal plasma pistol, at least base. Um... He has a Crux Malefica, sorry, Malefe, Male, Malefica, Malefica, Malefica. Malefica. Um, Artificer <laughs> Armor, Iron Halo, Frank Crack Grenades. Um, he's a Master of the Legion, of course, an independent character. He's relentless. That makes sense. Um, he has Hatred Loyalist. He's fearless. He is a Harbinger of Chaos, traitor, and he has his own Warlord trait. And now with being fearless means any unit he joins cannot make Shrouded. Exactly. Same thing if you happen oh, to be God. a Primarch. Um, so if he's your warlord, <laughs> here's the trait he gets. When High Chaplain Erebus is the army's warlord and is part of a unit composed entirely of models with any version of the Legion of Stardis X special rule, no wounds may be allocated to him, regardless of the attacking model's rules or effects, as long as there's another model in the unit. So when he's in an Astartes unit, because it doesn't have to be them, any one unit he's in, you can never put a wound on him, no matter what your rules say, if there's someone else. If High Chaplain Erebus is engaged in a challenge, then this rule does not apply. So in a challenge is the only time it happens. However, if High Chaplain Erebus's controlling player chooses to refuse the challenge for a unit that includes him, then the opposing player loses the option to stop one model from participating in the combat. In addition, um, you get an additional reaction in any one of the opponent player's phases chosen by a controlling player at the start of the battle, as long as he's not removed. So when the battle starts, you're going to choose which phase you want your extra reactions in for as long as he's alive. And um, like I said, he's shadow. So this is called shadow behind the throne. Um, he makes sure he's never in the bad spot. You can't pick <laughs> him out no matter what your rules are. And if he doesn't want a challenge, he can refuse the challenge and you don't get to make anyone sit out. So he can just do as he wants. Um, That's so great. It, it is so, absolutely funny. What a worm. Yes. <laughs> what a worm. Oh, but it, it makes me hate him so like I love it, but it makes me love it in such a way that I hate them yeah. so much more. If you read the books, especially the first few, anytime he shows up and when you kind of put all the two and two together, what's been going on, like I, I don't know. I was like, man, this guy's awful. He's like the worst. 
He's uh, the worst. He's <laughs> uh, Crux Malefica. Um, is that because he is? Like I said he's a uh, chaplain, so it makes sense. He has uh, uh, a Crux. Um, plus three strength, AP two. It's melee and unwieldy. So stringing at sorry, swinging at strength seven, AP two, going last. But he doesn't care because he's he's not going to be in a challenge. Because um, why would he? Uh, he's a harbinger of chaos. An attachment that includes Erebus may select ah, up to three non-compulsory elites or HQ choices from the Ruinstorm Demon Army list. Mm. These characters are paid for in points and occupy the slots from the four-star track as normal, um, but must begin the battle in reserves that can only enter play by the means of Breach of the Veil Psychic Power. So here's your other another way to bring in demons if you actually want your exactly. demons. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and his psychic discipline is his harbinger of chaos. Um, he gains the breach, the veil, psychic power, and etheric lightning uh, weapon, which is um, for the esoterist on page one hundred six. And breach the veil is just essentially the way to bring in demons. Yes, I don't run esoterist. Yeah, pretty much, just like a hey, you brought demons in your army. You do the power; they come out of reserves. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, well, for those who don't know, uh, is uh, yeah, I was gonna say, for those who don't know, um, because there's no demon rules yet, but from 1.0, the elites of the demons were uh, demons were weird, you customize them how you see fit, essentially, was what it was. It was basically, here's the body, enjoy like 30 upgrades you can take to customize it however you want, like old fourth edition Tyranids, essentially, is what it was. Um, the elite choices for the demons, there was only one, and that was the demon brute. Um, but again, it could, could be customized any other way. And then with HQ choices, there was a bunch of choices. Um, but yeah, just to let people know. So but quick, we don't know until the book comes out. So, yeah, so quickly what the Breach of the Veil essentially does, you get you put down a template, um, and depending on where it ends up, because there's some ways it can scatter and move around a little bit, but essentially wherever it come, ends up, that is where a demon unit can pop out of. There's a little more detail to it, but if this is the thing that you want to do, you can read through that in great detail. Um, I think this guy's rules are cool. I think what he does is cool. I would never take him just because I hate who he is through the lore and the stories yep. so much. That is my I, problem. I would grit my teeth and take him. If I wanted to do an army with demons and nope. um, word bearers, <laughs> but honestly, nope, I would just do demons just to ignore him. But I do. I listen. Cool. Probably one of the coolest models, uh, top five or top ten characters that we reviewed so far. Actually, I might even say top five just for rules alone, because that warlord trait by far is the funniest shit I've ever oh, read in my entire life. His warlord trait's amazing. Oh, top one piece of shit. <laughs> but okay, he's that also is well. Top one. <laughs> you beat me to it. We all the top one piece of shit. But no, he's he's. I should point out though, his model. Okay, is it just me? His model kind of sucks. Is that okay? I don't want to be mean. Sorry, forage world. Send me free shit, please. But they don't send us anything. It, if they start, we'll yeah. be nicer. <laughs> yeah. Is 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 his model kind of shitty, okay. or is it just me? Uh, so here's my thing. Overall, honestly, I like his model. I don't like the head, and I understand what they're going for. Um, I'm assuming he's the one not with the claws. Yeah, he's the one with yeah. the banner. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's what I assumed. He, he's the little man, the banner. Yeah, that, that that's that's what I assumed. I just wanted to be correct on that. Um, and everything the but the head, I like punchable face. 
And <laughs> honestly, the only reason I don't like it, so I know they're going for the idea he's, you know, markings and carvings and all that kind of stuff, you know, probably putting the, the text from, you know, the, uh, from, from whatever, any books he has or, or anything like that, the, you know, the book of Logar and all into him. But I just don't like that look on it. The rest of the model, actually, though, I do like. He's a little, mm. he's a little extra with some of his things, but they make sense. The one um, leg grieve that looks like it has almost a, almost a skeletal, winged angel kneeling down at a fire. I think that's what? actually really that cool look. nice. Okay, that looks nice. Yeah, he's got a lot of bits to him, but I think they work well on him. And this is someone who usually doesn't like models that look overproduced, but he doesn't have the stupid things. Um, his backpack doesn't have anything, or his um, his power pack doesn't have anything on the top of it. Um, his pauldrons have a little bit extra, but nothing too, too crazy. His chest piece, a little extra, but nothing too crazy compared to other ones. I actually like his model, except his head. He does mm. have a punchable face, though, Steve. I agree with you on that. Yeah. I would punch his face. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's awesome. I just wouldn't run him because I don't like what that, that warrior trait is so good though. It's so funny. His warrior trait's amazing. He's so he, funny. Yeah, he just doesn't care. He's like, no, you oh don't get God. you don't get to fight me. I don't want to fight you. Stay away. Here's an odd question. I hate okay. to do a rules question, but here's an odd question. Yeah. If he's the only model left and you challenge him, can he still deny? No. I would uh, say yes. You uh, a model bites uh no, a model by itself isn't allowed to refuse a challenge. It's, uh, Notice it's if correct. they choose to ref choose to re refuse the challenge. If you're by yourself, oh, okay, you're not allowed it. to choose that. All right. Yeah. That would have been funny. Even yeah. if he's alone, he's like, no, <laughs> no, it makes sense. But yeah, because you know, his rule isn't you don't get to challenge me. His rule is if I get to decline it, you don't get your bonus, essentially. So you can still actually um, do it then. All right. Uh, who was taking Corfaron? I'll take Corfaron. Yeah, I'll take Corfaron. Okay. The man with a million rules. I remember if I let me see scroll. Yeah, no. Holy crap. He still has all the rules. Jesus Christ. All right. And he is but just a man. He is. No, if I remember, I think they, I'm hoping that they made him better. This edition, we'll see. He's Look cheap. Look at the and find out. He's yeah. very cheap. 125. Jesus Christ. Yeah, tells you right there. He's not going to be that great. Look, look, look at his stat we'll line and weep. Let's see. Yeah. So weapons go five. Let's go four. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> he's a regular. Remember, he's a person. Strength and toughness. He's not three. an Astartes. They gave him like Whoop. gene therapy, but he's not, he wasn't, he was too old to become an Astartes. Hold on. Let me just want to look at his model real quick. Okay. He's in Terminator arm. Okay. Um, wounds four. Jesus. He's a, buff human though christ initiative three attacks three leadership 10 to a armor he is heavy character corrupted unique we're looking at patriarch's claws digi flamer and terminus consularis so uh let's see here he is master legion independent character relentless bulky two feel no pain five up okay it will not die five up oh jesus christ jealous command traitor and dark oratory so let's look at dark oratory so if chosen as the armor's warlord, Corfaron automatically is the dark oratory and may not select another. So when Corfaron is the warlord of the army, when the controlling player can choose one of the following two options at the beginning of each of their own turns. Uh, so cruel incentive. All enemy units with at least one model within 12 inches of Corfaron at the start of Corfaron's controlling player turn 
You must make an immediate pinning test and become pinned if the test is... Oh, damn. Okay. Invective, not incentive. Oh, sorry. Invective. Yeah. It, it, it so was a weird inch, one, yeah. Yeah. An automatic 12-inch pinning check. Oh, yeah. That's... Okay. Yeah, he's yelling uh, very hurtful things. Yeah, apparently. Jesus. Threatening entreaties. 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 Yeah. Jesus. Core Farron and the unit he has joined gain the fearless special rule until they start the controlling player's next turn, but all models on the Core Farron and the unit reduce their weapon skill by minus one until the start of their controlling player's next turn. Uh, in addition, any army with Core Farron as its warlord will make an additional reaction in the assault phase. Okay, so the warlord trade is interesting. The first I'm trying one is to think of when. Yeah, when the hell would you threatening end? I guess when you're trying to stand on an objective at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. you don't want to get. So when you're strong enough to survive, so you're not worried about necessarily killing the other. You know, exactly. oh, I won't okay. kill you. You have way too many models there. I don't stand a chance. But if I do this, I know you're not going to kill enough of me. So I can st I'll, I'll stay. But no, right, cruel, cruel Invective is better. Yeah. Uh, if Cor so this is jealous command. If Corfaron or Lorar is not chosen as the warlord of an army that Corfaron is part of, then his leadership is reduced by negative one, so it becomes leadership nine, and he gains hatred every <laughs> he gains the hatred everything special rule. When Corfaron is included in the same army as Logar, both models gain plus one weapon skill and the hatred everything special rule while part of the same unit. So <laughs> It's almost an incentive not to take him as the warlord. Okay, he becomes leadership nine. Who cares? He now has hatred everything. Like, right? Am I? You lose a leadership. While he's hatred. part of the same unit, I assume as the warlord. Mm, no, it's literally the, the first, first, yeah, warlord the first one. Yeah, first one doesn't matter. The second yeah, one, first he one needs doesn't to matter. Be in the unit with Logar, Lurgar to get exactly. the bonus. Exactly, the Logar I don't yeah. care about. Yeah, but the you lose a leadership and you gain hatred. Okay. I'll take that trade any day of the week. Any day of the week. But it has to be with Lorgar. No. In the same no. no. No, no, no. You, no the first read the one whole thing over again, Steve. is in the same army as Lorgar. It's two parts. He is, I'm talking about the first part. Look up. First sentence. So it, it's if him or oh, Lorgar. Oh, I not, see. Yeah. I see. So if the, you don't have Lorgar and he's not, then he's spiteful yes. and petty. Exactly. But he's yeah, with I, Lorgar. He's more okay. Got it. Yeah, it's literally he just loses the leadership for hatred. I'm I'm fine with that. That that's a good terrain. All right, the Terminus Consularis, I guess, is his armor. It grants a two plus armor save and an an invulnerable save of three plus in the shooting phase and five plus in the movement and assault phase. Wait, what? which is rough? Yeah. Oh, I got. I'm trying to think. So yeah, you don't ever want this guy in combat. I think three no. plus in the invulnerable would just tank shit. What yeah, no, here's no, the problem? He does no, not take stuff. There's so much strength six that will instantly exactly. kill him. Yes. No, he's, like, he does not tank things through you. He at doesn't all. tank shit. No. Digiflamer is a template strength four pistol one weapon. Meh. It's a template flamer. Uh, and Patriarch's Claws. So it is a melee shred strength user AP2. And it gives him an attack, I guess. Uh, yeah, because it's a pair. Okay, yeah. So he's got four attacks. Man, he's strength three. That would be such a great strength four weapon. <laughs> Remember, he's a, he's a person. He is, yeah, he's a he's person. He's Lorgar's adopted father, essentially. So he gave him the gene therapy. The dude was already yeah. way too old to become a, a, a space marine, though. I mean, listen, he's... Okay. He's interesting. I'll give him that much. He's cheap. 
salesman he's cheap. keep in mind he's very cheap for a character for all that he does yeah. he's actually cheap i like him he's he's under 25 i like the, i like the 12 inch pin though that's hilarious and that like drop like him have him like in the middle of a bubble of enemies and just because is it hold on yeah you know it's okay if you're engaged so the unit can be engaged and he's still all of a sudden like all right everyone's pinned yes and remember if your other units are corrupted he wouldn't be with them he can't be in that corrupted unit but your other units could oh no sorry he is corrupted my apologies he's corrupted corrupted. so he has fear one yeah no that's i like this guy test on minus one so it, it does limit where he goes to take him, you're going to have to make sure you go inside a corrupted unit. You you obviously have options for that. And actually, I didn't I didn't mention it for uh, Erebus. He is corrupted as well. My apologies, I missed that entirely. Is there? Oh, is all their stuff? He's neat. He's like a nice. niece. He's like a very ne- uh, neat buff unit. Yeah, he could technically go with Galvar Bach if you want because they're corrupted. You can yeah. pin people to make sure they don't shoot you on your charge in. That's really nice. Yeah. Um. He's neat. I like him a lot, actually. Funny yes. enough. I don't care as much if he wasn't my warlord. Like, I know, okay, he gets the hatred, but when you're like strength three and toughness three, I'm less excited about that. But Remember, it's still you not gave, bad. Give hatred, you give hatred to the unit as well. It oh. confers to the unit. So okay, you put okay. Unit so that's better. Then. All right. If it yeah. confers to the unit, then I like that more. It does. So if he has hatred, the unit has hatred. So it'll confer to the Galvor back if he's in there. Yeah, so I'd throw him in a unit Galvor back. Either as the Warlord and maybe pin some people, and whoever I pin is who I'm going after. Or not as the Warlord and give them hatred just to make sure they can chew through something that's a little bit uh, a little bit tougher. Listen, four attacks at strength three AP two is not on his initiative three. Ill. Um, yes. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, okay. he, he, he has good too. to him, but he's cheap because he has just enough that against something yeah. that can actually deal damage, he's going to struggle hugely. Yes. Um, he could tank some shots for them in range, though, depending on what's getting shot at them, at least, because he is the, the two-up save with a three-up invul. But if you're taking your invul, you're not tanking the shot on him because it's just going to kill him. Yeah. Um. Any other thoughts on that guy? That's about it for me. I think my favorite one is up next, too, sadly. All right. Well, you made a choice, and now you live with it. Argletal. No, yeah. He has 240 points. He's the commander of the Serrated Sons. Um, so these are the ones, like I said, that become the Goverbach. These are the ones that like essentially get like, oh, let's go into warp. Let's go see what's there. And they come out, and they're like, oh, you guys were gone for like five minutes. And they're like, it's been two years. Oh, and we ate all of our crew and stuff like that, if I remember correctly. I don't know the exact Thomas, but I know it's like some crazy stuff. Um, So, he is move 8. He'll be corrupted as well. He's move 8, weapon skill 6, blizzard skill, strength, toughness, wounds, initiative, all fives. Um, yeah, which is, is quite nice. Yeah. He's um, beef. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, four attacks, leadership 10, 2 up save. Um, he has two demonic talons. He has an Umbral Pinions, uh, Artificer Armor, Frag Crack Grenades. Like I said, he's Corrupted, which is, is important to know. He's another Master of the Legion. He's an independent character. He's Relentless. He's Bulky 3, so he's going to really start taking up some space. Feel No Pain 5 up, which is especially useful when you are Toughness 5 with 5 wounds. Um, he has Rage 2. It's a little bit harder to outnumber him. Um, 
for certain things with bulky three and all that. Oh no, sorry, rage is when you just charge in. My apologies. Yeah, rage is just charge. Yeah. So I was thinking of the other rule. There's too many special rules that I'm still I don't use, so I get them mixed up sometimes. And he's the Crimson Lord. So if he's the Warlord, here's what he gets. Um, if he's the Army's Warlord, then both Argyle Tile and any Galvarbach unit he gains get a five up invul save and a line. Ew. So Ew. You, you talked before how they don't have it naturally. Here's how they get it. But it's only that one unit he joins. Um, so five will save and they become line because um like i said we'll do the rights of war later they're they have a right of war that will make them troops but it doesn't make them line in addition um you get an extra reaction in the opposing player's assault phase um if you like galver this guy is yeah. amazing you so take far. him yeah um his demonic talons it's strength user ap3 it's melee it's murder strike five up and rending five up nice um Nice. He does have two of them. He was already on four attack, so he's going to be five base. More if you charge, of course, but it is good. I will say, though, as someone who has a who uses a murder strike five up and rending five up weapon, you want to be careful what you throw it at because if something has a two up save, if I don't get fives, you don't care. So, so like, yeah, but you know, so up is, it's nice. Six, seven attack, dude. Yeah, but, but here's the thing it's nice. But if you don't get that roll, the weapon won't do a thing. True. I, I, I've rolled it enough where I've seen like cases where, yeah, it does me a whole lot of good. But other cases where, because notice he's also not, um, he doesn't get extra strength. So, I mean, now he is strength five. But if you're going against a heavier target, you might need those fives to do it. So you might not be wounding on much other than a five. So it's nice, but if the rolls don't go your way, it's going to feel, it's going to be a feels bad. I've had that happen before. All right. All right. All right his umbral pinions. Um, at the start of the controlling player's movement phase, Argyle Tal's movement characteristic may be set to a value of 14 for the duration of the controlling player's turn. What? Um, oh. He has, um, he t- he has, he has a pair of wings. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize he had wings. That's probably why. Okay. That's cool. So he can turn his wings on. It allows him to move up to 14, regardless of his movement characteristic, and he gains any other benefits for being a move 14. Um, which, I, if 14, is that a plus three on the chart then? Um, I think so. I can't remember. I, thi- I think it is. Um, in addition, when moving this fashion, he ignores terrain while moving and charging, but he takes dangerous as normal when he begins or ends his movement in dangerous terrain. On turns when this option is in use, he may move over with friendly or enemy models without penalty, but he has to end at least one inch away from any model from another unit. Um, so he's flying on his own. Um, he, stay, he may still run when using the special rule. Um, if he would normally be able to run, moving up to 19 inches and ignoring terrain, like we said, um, he may not shoot or declare a charge in the same turn. So it's a standard if he does the run. And during a reaction made in any phase, a player may choose to use this special rule to gain any bonus to their movement characteristic. So at any moment, he can use his wings. Um, so only thing so, I'm unsure yes. of. Um, okay. He can move over enemy friendly units, but he has to land an inch away from any model from another unit. So... Can he be with another unit when he turns his wings on? Yes, because he's part of that unit. Yes. So he has to stay away from other units at that point, but he could turn them on. 
So you you get the bonus to say a charge roll just because you have that movement characteristic. Which means if he's could... on his own. I believe it's the slowest in the unit you use for almost everything, isn't it? Oh, for the bonus it probably is. Yeah. I haven't had a mixed unit. That makes sense. But you this guy actually is a battle on his own. To an assault squad that's been corrupted, I think, right? Or Galverbach, they're corrupted. Yes, but they don't move fourteen. Yeah, but how's is it lowest? I'm sure it's the lowest. Now, okay, but, but hold on. Coherency is two inches. Yeah, the, so quite so literally, here's the question. Here's the question because yeah, I know where you're going with this. When you're talking about your bonuses, do you just take from the lowest? Because if you take from the lowest, then it's a, it's moot the whole discussion. Um, well it's not even oh i see what you're saying yeah there you go no but i would still use this to move 10 inches and then move the galvor back eight and yeah. i'm still two inches farther than what i would true be. yes yeah you could be a little bit closer yeah um so if i go to roll charge distance uh once a valid charge has been declared the controlling unit uh rolls to determine the charge distance this is the actual distance they move um to determine the charge distance of any unit, roll 2d6, then add the charge modifier shown in the table below. Um, I'm sure something somewhere tells me what happens when they have different numbers. Uh, check movement characteristics as a section. That might cover it. Maybe that does. All right, let's talk about this guy. I'll look that up while while you talk about the last guy, but we'll talk a little bit more about him. Yeah. If you like Galvin Bach, this guy's amazing. Take him. Yeah, you, know, you take him if you have Galvin back, period. Yeah. Done. If that's way. your goal. And he's... Because he could always just switch to another unit if that unit that you're with yeah. gets killed. <laughs> I was going to say, even if you have one Galvorback unit, you still take him. This is like, I would... Okay, but I don't here's like the thing, though. If you only have one Galvorback, he's not that useful for... I don't think he's as useful as your HQ. Because he helps that one unit. Uh, I, I, I would start wondering there. You if you're taking off, two, I think he's an automatic. Hmm. I, oh, because you can bounce between the units. Yeah. Oh, I think he's dangerous even on his own. He's nuts. Oh, yeah. He can run off on his own. And he's great running off on his own. He's not getting um, doubled out easily. He's got a lot of wounds. He, he'll have a good amount of attacks. Um, I would avoid taking on, like, squads of Terminators. But you can take on a squad of just about anything else. Anything on a three-up save, you'll be happy against. Or very small squads of things on twos. All right. Um, I haven't found anything yet, but that's okay. Um, we can, well, Steve can talk about the last guy. If you have more thoughts yeah, on this guy, let me Zardu know. Yep. Zardu Layak. Most expensive this, character. This is the guy. Well, how much is, how is this? Oh, God, okay, yeah, he's expensive. He's 300 points, Dave. Yes, you get a character and then his two little gimps with him. Um, I mean, they're, they're gimps that are super powerful. I, I, I Yes. say gimps, but like... <laughs> <laughs> You, you say <laughs> so yeah so for 300 points you get zardu layak and two anakatis coal blade slaves zardu is um what is that a captain stat line with an extra wound and an extra attack um, and an extra leadership it's a cat is he in terminator armor because if not that's no no, two no, no, extra no. Wounds. no 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 right regular oh yeah that's, yeah. that's it oh, captain wow, get two okay. wounds so maybe you look at him as a Praetor with worse weapon skill. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Praetor with one less weapon skill. There we go. Um, and an extra wound. Nice. Um, and his blade slaves are 
Weapon skill 5. Strength 6. Toughness 5. 3 wounds. Initiative 5. 3 attacks. Leadership 8. And 3 up save. Um, that's, uh, that's a pretty beefy profile. Make me oh, damn jealous boy. over there. Um, Zardu's got a bolt pistol. A um, custom force axe he's got. I think it's an axe. Um, he's got Arfacer armor and an iron halo. The panoply of flame. And then standard grenade assortment. His blade slaves each have a plasma pistol, an anacatus blade, power armor, and then grenades. Um, they're all corrupted. Surprise, surprise. And Zardu himself is both a psyker and a, well, you know, a character. They're word bearers. He's a master of the legion, independent character, with relentless, fearless hatred of loyalists. Binder of souls, traitor, and a warlord trait, the ear of wisdom. And his blade slaves have rage two, bulky two, feel no pain, five up, chosen warriors, and relentless. So, yes. (laughs) They're word bearers. Of course, there'd be lots of words attached to all their units. Jesus Christ. So, the eater of wisdom, his custom warlord trait. If he's the warlord, he must take this trait, as usual. Um, if he's the warlord, then he can choose up to three friendly units composed entirely of corrupted unit subtype from the same army as Zardulayak at the beginning of the battle before any models are deployed. All models in each of the units gains a bonus of plus one to its strength and movement characteristics, but must take a leadership check at the end of each of the controlling player's turns. If the test is failed, it suffers perils of the warp, while if it's not failed, there's no effect. In addition, an army of this warlord could take an extra reaction during the opposing assault phase as long as he's not been removed as a casualty. I like so, that warlord trait a lot. Yes, yeah, so remember that uh, old writer war you were talking about earlier, Dan, with the corrupted marines, and there's a chance that, like, you know, they yeah, exactly. go bad, right? Yep. This, this is what that writer war used to do, just without the bad stuff. Well, with a different bad stuff. I like now this you're a guaranteed lot. strength and movement bonuses at the risk of occasionally perils. Um, really nice on a nice uh, punchy unit. I want this on Cataphracty. Screw this! I want this on my Galvor back. Take three units of Galvor back. Movement nine, strength oh, six. Oh shit! That's right. You could do that, couldn't you? Yeah, you could. <laughs> take, fuck it. Take three Galvor back and then take Argal Tal and <laughs> have. Three units at strength six at movement nine. Can't avoid them spam armies. You're allowed to mix up things. You're allowed to say, hey, this thing is cool. I'll take some of it. I think you forget, Dave. Dan plays Custodes. They have two model kits. One of them is non-Terminators. The other one is bikes. Dan does that that with most armies, though. He either will spam or get close to it. Because he's like, hey, this unit's cool. How many of them can I own? Uh, not much. always to his detriment or to I his benefit. I never do that with but... custodies. I will point out the weird part is I never have done that with custodies, and the only reason is is because I own enough custodies to fucking feel the shield host at the first point. But I own enough custodies that I'm able to have variable. Um, the mechanicum I only have big robots and myrmidons. I don't own tanks. I don't own thralls. Um, you considered building your army diverse from the get go? Yes. No, I, I buy what's <laughs> cool looking. All right. The problem, uh, though, if of there's diversity. an issue with it, then you run into a problem. Like, you know, if it turns out it's, you know, 
people don't you know if it's maybe not fun because like oh the variety of armor i have oh your thing just beats it into the ground oh can we play something different we well, don't have anything different oh that comes build, build armies like don't custodian. build lists build an army all right what else this guy got our, oh, our got mortally it. challenged allies as the doom games like to put it yeah um so let's see that that special uh force weapon that zardu has strength user so strength four AP2 with melee, unwieldy, and force. So you could get up to strength 8 if you really take that check. Mm-hmm. Um, initiative 1 kind of makes it a, a special power fist. Okay. It's okay. Um, now, the Anakata's Blades, this is what's wielded by the Blade Slaves. It's strength user, and so it's going to be strength 6. AP3. Melee. Murderous Strike 5 up. Brutal 2. Oof. And it counts as a force weapon for rules that affect it, if anything calls out force weapons. Jesus Christ. Yep. So if I roll a single five up with these assholes, just a single five up, that's two murder strike saves on, right. on a model. Yeah, on the single yeah. model, yes. Yeah, still, that's... <laughs> and being strength six, they will murder strike uh, contempt on those fives. Yep. Pretty nice. Well, although it, it's although AP3. it is a yeah, it is only AP three. But on brutal two, I'll st- uh, if I can get a few of those, you just have to if you fail a save, you're taking D three. I'll I'll get extra through. You know, True. It, it means you can fight six. it, and it won't necessarily be the you worst idea. Can, not great attacks idea. Of that profile. Eight attacks, four hits. You probably get maybe two of those hits on there, so four saves. It's not bad. Um. All right. This is all mixed up. Okay, so the Panoply of Flame. This is going back to Zardu. <laughs> all, all, all word bearers within 12 inches get plus one off after the score with determining uh, victory and assaults and plus one to sweeping advance rolls. So he makes all the word bearers in 12 inches really good at fighting. That pairs well We're with the really good at thinking unit. they win. That pairs well with the exemplar unit that gets yep. an extra victory point if they sweep someone. Yup. And corrupted, which is going to be fear causing, which is another debuff to the enemy's leadership. Exactly, yeah. Happy to run, like yeah, you you get the idea of what orc bears are about here. Like they're about breaking the spirits of their enemies, making them run. Um, yeah, binder of souls. This is um, this is the um, psychic discipline for Zardu. Well, soul binding is binder soul. Just says that his discipline is soul binding. Um, he gets. Etheric Lightning, as well as Soul Binding, the Psychic Power, and Telepathic Chains, the Psychic Weapon. Soul Binding. When an enemy unit declares to make a reaction to Zardulayak, or any unit he has joined, the controlling player may choose to have Zardulayak immediately suffer perils to warp, resolving all, re- yeah, resolving all wounds inflicted before any part of the reaction is resolved. If Zardu is not, re- is not removed as a casualty, then that reaction is cancelled. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Keep reading. It's not considered to have been used for the you know like once per game, and it does not use up their reaction allotment. But uh, yeah, that reaction's not there anymore. You've activated my trap card. <laughs> yup. God damn! I I hate the word bearers, but I love how much I'm enjoying them. It annoys me. And then God damn it. <laughs> uh, for that psychic weapon, telepathic chains, okay. range thirty six. Strength 2, AP nothing. Assault 4, pinning. Shell Shock 3, Psychic Focus. 
For shell shock, do you need to kill some? Oh no, shell shock affects pinning checks, so you still need to yep. kill someone. Eh. 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 Uh, so you have to take a psychic check to use the weapon. It's strength two, so it's wounding marines on sixes. Sixes, this is, and, and this is I, not doing it for me. No, that's. I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> Shutting down reactions, like so. First of all, for those who don't know, like there's a warlord that the world leaders take called Karn. Karn does not allow you to take reactions against him. It is exceptionally freaking powerful, especially if he's assaulting in and you can't overwatch him. It is insanity. This guy, sure, he suffers perils of the warp, but I believe you could blast perils of warp off to someone else, right? In the unit, yeah. uh, yes. The blade slave, the blade slaves could take it. If he's in a unit, can the unit take it or only the blade slaves? Well, well it would be the blade slaves. He's attached to the blade slaves. Yeah. They don't have invent characters, so he yeah. could join a unit, but after the blade slaves die. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Oh, so he's in Ooh, only wait. a unit. With... Oh, yeah, because he's an independent character. Yeah, but he's with them, so. Yep. But they're, oh, no, they're infantry. You're right. So they can't, he can't join anyone. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. Not now. With them. I thought they were characters as well. So I was like, no, you could just join a unit. No, he is that unit. Well, can you leave um, them? You got so many ablative wounds. You got yeah. six wounds of blade slaves, oh. and then he's got four. That's ten wounds to chew through. That's You could still leave take them. maximum damage three times, okay. and he'll still be standard. Yeah, But I, the fact that he could just shut down a reaction is absolutely insane. And it's any reaction, too, which is even funnier. I'd like it that better if he was in a different unit. Um, yes. I could see for him wanting to charge in. That's the spot. Otherwise, I mean, like, he's not I shooting. Mean, I'm not worried about him shooting or or maybe the movement if they're trying to get away. But the big thing is if they're going to do something about your charge because that's what he wants to do. You could attach other characters to his unit. That is true as well. So if, like, you wanted to heal up, you could get him... Um, not only can't heal back wounds, but you could get... Ah, oh, the slaves already have a five-up feel no pain. You could add an Armistos to give a uh, a Laz Cannon to his squad, and then just yeah. turn off reactions against the Laz Cannon. I guess I don't know. No, I, no but then you're cool. taking wounds for it. It could get bad. I, exactly. Yeah. I, I would say if it's hey, I'm this not saying guy it's gets good. I'm just saying it's there. Yeah. Oh, Honestly, I mean, there's all kinds of things we can do. Yeah. yeah. Deploy him on the table. Break him apart from the group. Put him in a twenty-man blob, or whatever the hell you want to put him but in. But he can't leave the group because. The unit is him and the guys. Oh, you can't go, it? oh, my tactical squad sergeant's going to leave. Like, he's part of well, that. He's unit. an independent oh. character, though. Yeah, he's an independent character. Doesn't matter. The unit composition is him plus two blade slaves. Oh, that's He weird. has to be attached. Okay. Okay. It's like uh, Command Squad, this edition. Okay. Your, that's what I was your looking guy for. Has if he attached, had so the once, the command, once the Command Squad dies, your captain could go join someone else. Same deal here. Once the blade slaves die, and they will die eventually. Oh, yeah. I mean, the perils Ooh, you're gonna roll and people shooting at you because fuck this guy, now. they'll die eventually, and then he'll I'm just join the next. Less squad. interested in him. <laughs> I, I think he's still Not very cool, but he's very expensive. Still very cool. That that what warlord trade wanted? Bonkers nuts. If you wanted to go wide with your corruption, have lots of little corrupted units. This guy's great. Actually, yeah. you know what's even funnier? Take him with um. I know I said Galvor back, but I'm not even screw the Galvor back. Take him with the pro uh, the god damn it the procurators. Procurators. Take him with those because they were fairly cheap. They were what two twenty five for a max squad. Is that what we kind of guesstimated? They're a little under two fifty. They're a little under two fifty. Take two of those, a max squad. 
take a Gal Vorbeck squad. Those are your three squads that you bless with the plus one strength, right? Um, and I mean, you have to keep them close for the plus one to sweeping, but I could see like, I, I'll talk about this when I, we get to like the overall thoughts, but I'm going to give you like a short preview. I feel like word bearers are complicated, but Boy. they have some really cool combos they can pull off. But, but before, like, before we get to that, because we're at final yeah, thoughts I know, now, I just unless, give, like, does anyone have anything else about these guys? Oh, no. About nothing him? specific. Nope. Okay. Um, Steve has taught the least. I want him to start final thoughts. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Final thoughts. First of all, worst Legion. Terrible. Nobody likes them. They were better when they were all gray. Um, actual thoughts. Um, their Legion rules don't really give you a our house in any given direction but they definitely have that close combat bias um from all the little things they get um they don't get the most value out of generic units that other legions might so i feel like you kind of have to lean into their special units more than other legions at least as far as infantry goes i don't like building around special characters as a general rule maybe it's just an old school thing that i adopted secondhand but yeah Working without their special characters, um, their units are pretty nice. They're really solid units, and I could probably see lists written around them without too much hassle. The problem is that's all resin. The special characters in this legion are—they're kind of—they oh, if you count that exemplary units, then they have as many units of malt of of malt, not okay counting the drone as well but essentially non-hq choices they do hq choices these guys are definitely defined in a large extent i think by hq style units i think that's really what you're looking at here for these guys um they don't excite me as much i think they're un i think a lot of their units are very cool their base rules don't excite me as much some of them just because i don't i don't know i think other ones sound more fun so the Yule might be useful, but it's not as fun, so I care about it less. Um, I'm not huge on the red, on that sort of brown-red. The uh, the gray, I think, is, is, is a nice look that the um, the Ashen ones have, and also I think that would be interesting. And I'm not much of a traitor player. I don't mind playing stuff that is traitor, but like this is absolutely traitor. It's not even, you know, like a thing. You can't even make an argument otherwise. Like, not all their stuff is required trader, but every one of their characters. And I think, like, every one of their units was trader as well. Is that correct? Was any of the units not? Are all their units trader? Trader. Uh, obviously, that is. Is any of them? Galvarvacher, trader. Ash and Circle. So, Ash and Circle are not trader. That the, is the it. The Diabolist isn't either. Da okay, yeah. Unless um, Corrupted forces you to be trader. Yes. Uh, I think it does. Doesn't it? Let's take a look. Uh, no? Uh, e yes, to be corrupted. Uh, oh, n so oddly enough, dark channeling, if you want to put it on the unit, on infantry or dreadnoughts, you have to be traitor. For burning lore, the one that does it for your Praetor-style characters, um, would would not have to be. Although your Diabolist will have no, if you're not playing Traitor, he'll have no unit he can go in unless it's with your, you know, Corrupted Praetor. Because on 
full squads to be corrupted you have to be a traitor or are already uh, yeah um because ash and circle are not corrupted either yeah, yeah they're I think not the corrupted. reason for that is if you wanted to do like a great crusade era army yeah. Ash and Circle were very much a like a unit for them. Yes. Uh, during the Crusade, the demons were less of a thing. Yeah. Um, I think so. Normally, you could play either way. You could take a Traitor Legion and play them loyalists and things like that. This book would do you such a disservice if you weren't calling yourself a traitor. Not that you have to take the traitor only warlord trade anything like that. But almost every unit, almost every ability, almost everything here requires you to be a traitor. So you're probably playing traitor or you really like Ash and Circle and a bunch of normal guys. Um, when you're kind of forced that way, it's just less interesting to me. I think these guys can do a lot of good. And I think the fact that they can pull in demons the way that they do is a very cool and interesting thing. Especially as we wait for GW to ever give us some demon rules. But... They're, they're just not quite as interesting to me. And hopefully it, it came across, um, you know, more about the coolness of the units rather than some of our own personal feelings on them. Uh, Dan, you had things you were going to say in Final Thoughts, which we are now upon. Yeah, no, it's just, it's literally so. I pretty much agree with all of you. I, I don't like the, I don't like their look. I don't like their color scheme. I do love the Legion, though. I yeah. think they're a little bit more complicated to play. Um... Because from what I've read with all the, the, the HQs and kind of the rules with the special units, and I agree with Steve, I think this is a more special unit heavy list mm -hmm. um, or army. They kind of play off their special units because they have so many and so many characters. Um, but this is one of the this is one of the legions that requires you to kind of <laughs> kind of big brain it a little bit um, and play with a little bit more like thinking power. Like, I'm looking at Zardu, right? And Zardu would go well with pretty much anything. But really, if you bring him with uh, the the pr uh, Procurators, right? He could be within 12 inches and they get plus one of their sweeping. That's an extra victory point. Hell, if you bring two squads, you can probably sweep both squads. That's two victory points right there, if you're lucky. Instantly almost swinging the game. Um, but then you want to take Galvor back for that plus one strength. And maybe you also want to stick in uh, Argol Tal to just stick with the Galvor back for line. Oh, but you want to get both those abilities, though, because those are both no, warlord I mean, sorry, traits. Sorry. True, true, true. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that is his warlord trait. You yeah. Are, you're right, you're right. That's the problem um, I think you're going to run into here. A lot of the flavor is going to come from warlord traits, which you're only getting one of. Yes. So I think um, character-wise, I think you're probably often only running one of the characters because that's true, kind true. of the extra bonus you really want. Honestly, I like Zardu the most. Um, but, you yeah, know, I like the fact that, like I said, I don't like the look. This is one of the few legions where I'm just, like, meh on the look. Um, and it has nothing to do with the demon part. I love the way demons look. GW, I don't like the way the G way GW paints demons, but I like the way GW does demons. Um, but, I, I don't know, there's something about the army that just doesn't click with me, honestly. It's the look. They, they, the, the, the rules are awesome. Rules are straight up sickening, and I love them. Um... But I don't know. It's just something doesn't click with me. It's a cool army. It's not for me. That's all right. I mean, there's been... By the time we're done this in another week and a half, we'll have went through 18 legions. It is insane in any way to think that as we go through 18 of them, all of them are going to be great in, in terms of our eyes. 
And there's that sure. difference between you. We can notice that rules wise, they have some cool things that they do. And for a player who likes that, they will have fun with it, but it's just not doing anything for us. But I think that's only like the second time we've had that happen. Most of these exactly. legions, we've been rather it, positive. For me, it's a look thing. For me, it's not even so. Here, it's not even a rule thing. It's not like, oh my god, they no. suck as an army. It is solely for people who don't know me. It is solely a look thing. I collect models based on looks, literally just looks, and then from there I'll expand the army. But I literally just collect models on looks, and I look at this army and I'm like, eh, I wouldn't really start them. And that's fair. I mean, nothing that says that you have to look at them and that you would want to start yeah. them. Like I said, we, we agree overall that we like the rules in general. We like the models they have. We're just not excited about um, actually playing them. But that's all right. All right. I think that will do it for the word bearers tonight. And that'll do it for us tonight. Um, as I said, this was one of the longer ones actually to record because they have as many characters as the units. And to be able to really get through it, you know, it, it takes a bit of time. Um, hopefully we didn't come across as negative in this. We're not negative on the Legion in general. We're just not necessarily liking sort of their paint scheme or, or style. But the pieces they have are great. And if you enjoy them, I can absolutely see why. It's just not for me. And with 18 different legions, that's absolutely going to be a thing. You know, it's, that's why people pick the ones that they do. As I said, for the rest of both this week and next week, the idea is to get out the rest of the legions. Once we're done that, we might do more of a, a sort of standard podcast episode where we talk about what we've been up to, what's been going on with us, or anything like that. Um, we have a variety of other topics that both we have in mind or that people have suggested or things that we want to do. Um, just as before, though, we are going to be changing up what we record on i've just been having problems with a lot of audio shifting and it, it's getting to the point where i can't deal with that so we want to go to a paid program for some of those um, i have a few in mind I'm, we're going to test them out we're going to see what happens we're always going to have a backup so this one was based off of the backup it sounds okay but i want the better quality so we are going to be trying out some different options and seeing which one happens to work best for us um as always, I do want to thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, anything like that, of course, you can reach out through YouTube and just post it on one of the videos. I do go through those. Uh, everyone else does as well, but I'm the one who primarily holds the account. So if you get a response back from Train Kickers, that's from me. You can always reach out to us through email. It's NJ at gmail.com as we hopefully start getting a few other options up and running shortly. Um, as always, with anything on on uh, either YouTube or podcatchers, like, subscribes, reviews, all that kind of stuff helps. Anything that gets us better known. And um, I'll, I'll leave the, the asking to that. Next episode, we are, like I said, we are continuing through the Legions. We just went through Word Bearers. So that puts us to Salamanders next. All right. Well, on behalf of everyone here, have some good hobby and some great gaming.